0: And here we are. Episode 98, Menace and the Man.
1: Oh, wow, Stan, you did paint your walls. It was like a maroon.
0: This used to be like gold or yellow, and that was red. <laughs>
1: yeah. As you were starting the show, I'm like, he did fucking paint his room, didn't
0: he? Well, I'm getting the mink. Well, this is the, the living room area. Getting the mink. cleaner. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to do it up. I got to obviously have some more ambiance. I'm not... Having anything like you got going on there, but yeah,
1: we're just all G fueled up and you know, uh, just
0: I, still uh, no beer
1: November. So
0: as always, yes, we got a shout out to Great our Great
1: South Bay. Still holds it down. They got Great South Bay has spiked hard seltzers. Which-
0: so is pump pumpkins done? Is pumpkin done after Halloween, or is that not like how it goes?
1: I I don't know the rules. All right. We'll have to hit up. Uh, Rick over there at Grey South Bay.
0: Well, I'm currently drinking my last pumpkin. So Oh, so you're saying you might be Um I'm not a big pumpkin guy, so I'm alright. Really?
1: Pumpkins, I like it.
0: I mean, I don't mind it, but I'm not you know, it's not my first choice.
1: But what about the uh, pumpkin owl with uh
0: cinnamon on the rim? Yeah. Basic bitch style. Yeah. Not always my thing, but everybody be sure to, If you're especially if you're in the New York area, you got to check out Great South Bay. Big fan. Are we live
1: on the Man's Man, the Man and Facebook page?
0: Yep. We're about to be.
1: Oh. Oh, because I'm sitting here looking for it.
0: Yeah, so I was just going to send the link to Rashad first, if you want to shoot it actually to him as well. <laughs> Hit him from the both ends, but episode 98, how are you doing today, Menace?
1: Good man, I've been hustling today. You
0: know? Well, even today we're going Thursday because Menace was uh hustling on Tuesday.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh Did you get hit by what was that the result of a hurricane?
0: High winds. I definitely yeah,
1: I, I wind. It was like they were saying like forty, sixty miles per hour winds.
0: Bro, when that shit starts going sometimes, I'm like, man, imagine if fucking I'm just standing there watching a tree, and all of a sudden something just comes flying and fucking takes me out. Final destination style.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um. But so, know, my over by my lady out east a little more, and like in se- the Selden region. Well, even there. They don't put you on the They don't put you no, on there was a tornado warning.
0: They don't put you on the lines when it's that windy, right?
1: Um Or they might. There are there are rules for certain buckets of how fast the winds have to be. We're like, yep, you're not going up. Yeah, I think it's actually like relatively high.
0: Relatively high to where you're like, "Mm, you guys are setting.
1: Like, yeah, (laughs) it's like seventy miles per hour. I'm up there. I'm not. I I forget what it is. Um, might be like sixty. Anything above sixty might be like. No fly, in the bucket move. I, I'll I'll double check. I'll get back to you.
0: But also, before we get really officially fully going, we got to send out some love to our friends at G Fuel as well. You were uh, you're working out with the big man now, right?
1: Yeah, Cliff Morgan. I'm uh, we're we're getting him going again. We're we're getting him back on the myths. So he looks he looks good. I mean, he said he hasn't worked out in like three years. I'm like, really,
0: bro. And I was saying to you before we went on air, G Fuel is probably crushing it in this pandemic. They're doing
1: pretty well with uh, COVID, is what he said. You know,
0: well, just all the influencers and all their people, like they yeah. they still go. You know, the coronavirus probably right. doesn't affect David Dobrik. You know, he could still make content that's right. You know, linked up with G Fuel. Yes, and you know who else they had? The one dude I love, Trevor Wallace. You ever see that dude?
1: Mm, I'm not sure.
0: Well, big fan of that guy, but shout out to G Fuel. We'll figure out, we were talking about it before. We'll figure out if your coupon code is still good next week and then we'll find out if you guys can go get some G Fuel with Menace's coupon code, get a little discount. But did you watch RDA versus Paul Felder? I saw some highlights. I saw
1: What the decision? Yeah. But
0: solid. Some good exchanges back and forth, but one judge did score it a little skewed. He scored at 48 47 for Paul Felder. Meaning Paul won they had oh. they gave Paul three out of four rounds. The other two judges I think were four or four or five to nothing. You know, four to one or five to nothing. But uh close rounds the first couple, but Felder on five days notice, you know. Right. No matter how good a shape you're in, if this dude's training for a fight, he's favored, you know. Yeah,
1: but- well there's there's different type of shape. Like I could be able to run like a five minute mile. But then you tell me to wrestle, I'm going to get tired. can be a wrestle for an hour straight hard. You tell me to run fucking 10 miles, I'm going to get tired. There's different – or tell me to swim. You know, there's different types of shape.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, wrestling shape, yeah, like that's the hardest one. So even that, like that, that's where the fight changed, if you will, was the, the competitiveness on the feet. Anytime RDA would just get on him and kind of – You know, either take him down or just stall on him in wrestling positions. You know, make Paul Felder work where your cardio is not going to be there. You know, that's where – If anywhere, that was where Paul Felder's cardio in that fight abandoned him. Was in the wrestling exchanges and pressed up against the fence and shit like that. But he, on five days' notice, did fucking – RDA looked ripped as shit. Back down at 155. RDA looked good. Yeah, he looked even on five, wise, he looked awesome. on five days' notice, Paul Felder's still top 10, top 7 in the world. I think he, they had him ranked going into the fight at 6 or 7. So, I don't know what that does for RDA coming back into 155, beating number 6 or 7 on 5 days' notice. Like, I don't know how they would work the rankings out like that, but mm. impressive.
1: And, and then uh, Paul Felder, after the fight, was talking about, like, make weight. Like, I, you know... I shouldn't be able to, having to step up like this and fight.
0: Like, fucking do your job. Insinuating. I know we said off air. I don't know if that was directed towards Islam, but maybe. I don't know because if that... Islam backed out because of an injury? I don't know. I'd have to Google it and see if they came out with anything. At first, it wasn't... There was no reason why Islam backed out. Still no reason. At first, there was no reason. I don't know if there's but a... What are
1: they saying now?
0: we're gonna find out if anything was said but more than likely I doubt anything was said
1: because I mean what's I wonder what the weight is that someone has to be where they're like yeah I'm not gonna be able to make weight
0: well even that remember we spoke and we thought or well, at least I heard Paul Felder say that he was lighter than he's been recently. He cut, yeah. he cut I think, like 21 pounds or 22 pounds. That's,
1: that's, that's too much. Yeah. That's going to zap everything.
0: Like I think he said either 181 or 178, one of those two numbers, he said after he did like an hour and a half of cardio on an empty stomach, like that's what he weighed. So he probably weighed a little heavier than that and then tr- started cutting to 155.
1: Jesus,
0: yeah, but he's tough. He's always in there. He's another long overdue guest, as as is RDA. But Connor versus Poirier, official or Connor? It's official on Connor's end. So I mean, for Poirier, you don't say. I don't think you say no to a Conor McGregor fight.
1: There was
0: some earlier. No, there was a little bit of uh... delay back and forth. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah. I, the thing I heard with the Tony Ferguson fight, and then I you saw it a little bit with the Conor fight is apparently Poirier wants his worth, wants to get paid a little bit more. Throw the guy the money. If that is if that is the case, that's the story that's been coming out. Oh. What was I supposed to look up? Um, got distracted. Fuck.
1: Oh, Islam. How did he get hurt?
0: Oh, okay. But Poirier versus Connor, that's a whole different fight this time around. So Poirier, when he was at featherweight, looked like a different person than he looks now. Now he almost looks like a welterweight. That he's yeah. that he's not yeah. cut like I think like when him and Connor fought the first time, Connor looked bigger than him. Yes. I think he's going to look bigger than Connor now. Huh. Like, yeah. He just looks like he grew into he looks this. looks like a
1: bigger dude for sure.
0: He grew into this bigger frame. He looks brain.
1: like he's like, when he fights now, he looks like he's 15 pounds. Like he weighed in 15, 20 pounds heavier,
0: you know? Well, I forget who it was. I think maybe Colby or someone. Dustin was trying to say, I'll fight you at 70 i'll fight you at 65 or something like that because 55 is even tough for him i think he was younger for 45 and was cutting was cutting so much weight that it fucked him up like that's one of those things hopefully rashad does make it but we'll talk to him about with younger fighters like would that be advice he'd give to him is the weight cutting thing like he went down to as low as 85 but i think weight cutting like you've talked about the water has got to come from somewhere and then you get to a certain point where it's coming from your brain yeah. If not the whole time coming from your brain.
1: Or, oh, yeah, or fragments from your brain. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, someone for like Dustin Poirier who's already long, you know? Yeah. Gaining the weight where the reach isn't a big, much of a different factor. Like for me, fighting 55ers, even though the 45ers I fought were fucking tall as fuck with reach like a motherfucker. um that was a little bit of the reason, you know. When I dropped down to 45, I thought I was going to be fighting a lot more like uh, Jimmy Rivera's, <laughs> like like guys my height, but it's just all guys that were 55ers that are like, I can make 45.
0: It was guys that were taller and just yeah. fucking killing themselves pretty big. Like even um, that's what Mac Grice was. That's what Lamas was. They were both 55ers that dropped down to 45. Right. I mean, before the UFC, that's what Dennis Bermudez was, too.
1: Yeah, but those guys were shorter guys, at least. Yeah. Like, they probably dropped down to 45 the same reason I did.
0: I I mean, you would have won fights at 55, too. I did. I'm saying, though, even past the— Oh, yes. Like, if you would have came in— because you dropped initially to 45 for the Ultimate Fighter, right? To just just to try to get into the UFC. And you had never fought 45 before that. <laughs> no. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, so even that? What you? What was the last weight you wrestled at? In college. Yeah.
1: One forty nine, maybe. The last wrest- <laughs> Yeah, my wrest or or one fifty seven. I'm not sure. So 45 is tough. Yeah. Just- well, in college, I had wrestled internationally at 145 and a half. And every time I wrestled in a tournament at 145 and a half, I would barbecue. and 2 barbecue
0: and out. Yeah. I'd lose. Well, that's a thing. Like, I've always looked at that. Whoa, whoa. Close matches. Where a, where a guy – especially at the highest level I've always seen with MMA, where a guy wrestled at the highest level, like that's his weight class or even lower in MMA. Because for wrestling, you, the way you got to maintain that weight is different than that one time stepping on the scale. Like it's t- – 1,000%. But there are all those guys. Like I remember we had a kid when I wrestled in high school. I'm sure you've seen it endless times that almost would die to make their weight. You know what I mean? This kid was trying to make, he was like the 96 pounder, but he was, and he was like trying to be like the county championship. And he was like killing himself to make the 96 pounds.
1: I remember I was in ninth grade. I was wrestling at 112. I got certified to wrestle at 112. And making 12 and 12 for me, for the most part, was like pretty even, equal, like
0: pretty easy, you know? Oh, it might it have been 112, actually. It might have been
1: 112. That he and making. then, in. Over the holiday break, there was like a two-week period off. Yeah. I came back. I must have hit like a fucking like growth spurt or some shit. And for me to make 112 was fucking a nightmare. Like I remember one day I didn't eat for two days straight.
0: Yeah. Nothing. Like I remember something too I saw a lot was kids that did <laughs> Your die. volume dropped a lot. Sorry. How about now?
1: Say. So, Let's how about now? Same,
0: but if your levels say you're good, then you're good. Whatever. No, they actually did lower. I don't know why.
1: We, dude, we need to blow up so we have a guy that's just like, just auto, like auto, a guy that's auto tuned for us. Yeah. What were we just? Who talking throws about? in graphics? Maybe some noises. Yeah. One second. If you want to work for the, medicine of the man. We'll pay you in beer and fucking a good times. Stay to take you out.
0: Am I still low? Yes. Yeah, I don't know why. But I'll be able to fix it in post.
1: Uh just DM the Menace of the Man page and you know, we'll check out your application and we'll see if we get you a job in here. But what? that doesn't that only pays and maybe a little bit of food, some beers, maybe some G Fuel.
0: Men- eventually money. Eventually, eventually money,
1: yeah. Dep- yeah. Dep- like the better of a job you do.
0: You know, you will get laid. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. I will buy you prostitutes. No, you'll get laid. You'll come out and <laughs> you'll eat the scraps at the worst case. But man, this always pisses me off. I don't know why this uh, shit always does it. I think it, like, tops out or something and then fucking gets me lower. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. But I
1: saw that the UFC cut Anderson the Spider Silva. Yeah. They were promoting the whole time before he fought. This is his last walk to the octagon, like, his last time. I guess they meant, like, that we are going to allow. <laughs> He's like, "Oh man, I didn't. I never said this is my last time."
0: Well, like I said with BJ Penn, they might have learned their lesson that they're like, you know what, we're good on this. We know. Is there like, is there any or like, give him like,
1: I don't know. Before the thing is, there's contracts,
0: and he's probably getting paid. Fucking $800,000. We know this guy's not going to stop. That's what they're... Right. About. Yeah,
1: especially for $800,000. They should throw out like, hey, we'll give you 80000 to fight this newcomer.
0: Yeah. Do you think we see Anderson turn up in Bellator or one championship? That's
1: so weird. Your volume just came up.
0: I don't even think the fucking mix... Like,
1: gradually, too.
0: Well, I adjusted the level a little bit, but now, yeah, I see my levels went back up. I don't know. I'll Google it and try to find shit out. But one day, I'll figure out how to run this podcast. (laughs) Until then. But it's one of those things, too. I'll guarantee you, I'm number one producer named Stanley doing an MMA podcast in the world. So I have that going for me. You got to look at things like that. You can always spin things into a positive menace. But- So we've talked a little Connor, Dustin Poirier. Do you but also like
1: I spoke to you earlier about Conor McGregor and Chale said this, he said, if you've climbed Mount Everest, when you come back down and you're doing you know, someone asked you, so you, you climb Mount Everest. What are you going to do next? Nobody says climb Mount Everest, you know? So Connor's already been the champion. So, what's his, what's his move? Like, fighting people he's already beat? Like, I don't... I mean, the, I guess with that, like, well, th- what's the purpose? Why is he fighting? Is he fighting for money? Then that makes sense to fight Dustin Poirier. You know what I mean? You, you already beat him, so you think you could beat him again. He's a draw. You're a draw.
0: In his head, I mean money, but in his head, he's probably still trying to be a champion. No.
1: Well, the thing is also because that's important. Yeah, okay. Let's say let's say the move is to become a champion again. Okay, Bieb just retired.
0: God bless you, Stanley. Thank you. (laughs) I didn't
1: listen, dude. I was on a rant. Well, that's a new
0: that's a new thing. Do
1: not disrupt my rant with your sneezing.
0: (laughs) Well, that's a new thing. Post COVID, you don't say "God bless you" no more. You just go look at the person like, get yourself tested.
1: Oh, that's right. God bless you.
0: Yeah. Um, Get yourself tested.
1: So, you know, back to Connor. What's his, What's he doing? What's his purpose? Um, so, Dustin Poirier, what's he right? Two? Three? Up there. So, okay. Let's say Connor does want the title again. He knocked off Dustin. Okay, give me the belt. But the thing is, I think Connor knows he can step in and fight for the belt, whatever he wants.
0: Connor could have stepped in a few months ago and fought Usman. Right. Usman was like you want it. Ali was like you want it. UFC was probably like, please say you want it. And Connor hit him Do with the Connor hit him with the crickets. Why not?
1: Well, the thing is, if Connor.
0: Connor can lose. He could fight Usman. If Usman if Usman grinds him out, Connor's still marketable. Doesn't lose much. You but know, if
1: Usman knocks him out in the first round.
0: Then that's different. Is that gonna happen? <laughs> him versus Connor would probably be interesting on the feed. If Usman connects, yeah. But is is,
1: is well, the thing is we've we've seen Connor take a shot.
0: Is Usman connecting, or is Connor pulling off that craziness, sliding to the side and catching Usman dead in the fucking face?
1: Or can Connor just talk that shit and Usman like, yeah, yeah, yeah? yeah. I can't wait to fucking, fucking yeah,
0: yeah. Like if those two, you know, fought a stand-up fight, I'd put it as a toss-up. I'd only because Usman's that much bigger. Where, you know, skill-wise. Connor's a better striker than Usman. Usman. Usman is fucking good. Usman's really good. Connor's a better striker, though. I mean, yes, he yes he's got a better if they were the, know, if they were knockout the, percentage if they were the same size and they fought Usman's probably beating him with the grappling. Yeah, same sa- million percent. Same way, Khabib beat him. You know, some striking and some grappling. But if they fought on the feet and they were the same size, I'd favor. Connor. So in that fight, Connor's live, but more than likely he's losing. And you know, even those weight classes, like someone even wrote better timing. Yes, Connor's got better timing, Connor's got better yes, footwear. Yes. And who
1: said better timing?
0: Stacy Forsyth.
1: You gotta I think we gotta start giving people shout outs.
0: Yeah. Stacy Forsyth. Better timing, and yeah, that's what it is. Where, same thing, the way he hit Aldo. Not saying that shot's knocking, what's his name out, Usman, but it's could change the fight. It would definitely catch him. But I think Conor versus Dustin Poirier is where we started this conversation is a way different fight than it was the first time. I still think Conor wins, but different fight.
1: Buzz, I don't see this feed anywhere.
0: I'm not seeing us live right now. No, we're live. Let me send it. Let me put it up. I've been distracted. But. Oh, that's why I'm in watch. What? No, I got it. But Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, who do you think would win that rematch or is going to win that rematch? They're saying it's going to be January.
1: Okay, January. (sighs) Because the first one, Connor fucked him up.
0: Fucking Connor hit him
1: in the fucking like top of skull. He dropped.
0: Famously, did the is it okay? Asked Herb Dean, I believe, is it okay if I punch him right here, behind the ear, and then set you know, and then went out and punched him right behind the ear. But yes, Connor won the first fight, but different. You know, they were both young then. Different fight. But here, two questions. I'm going to answer two questions right now. Two things that we discussed before. Poirier is number two currently in the rankings. So we got Gaethje one, Poirier two, Ferguson three, Connor four. The two dark horses, Dan Hooker, Charles Oliveira, five and six. Dan Hooker, Charles Oliveira. Oh, right. So here's the thing too that I've heard a lot of people discuss, and it's very true. If Khabib is out, tell me another grappler at 155 that's that that dominant. There's only Michael
1: one Chandler, but he doesn't grapple. You could Gregor say Gillespie, but he's not at that level. Greg's not up
0: there. But even if Khabib, like if Khabib leaves, it opens up the division to everybody. You know. A different style is going to reign right now. It might be Islam coming in and being like, "Nah, I do what Khabib does." But there'll be that two or three fights before Islam gets there. Where it might be Poirier, it might be Connor, it might be Chandler, it might be Ferguson. Someone's going to, if Khabib leaves, become the champion right now because.
1: What would happen if Zabit was like, "Listen, cutting the forty-five is bullshit. I like to make a step higher."
0: I could see it. He's tall enough. He's taller than everybody with his name, no? I think so. What is Abraham Lincoln looking ass?
1: Why does he look like Abraham Lincoln?
0: Because he does. He doesn't? Is it
1: one million? Is it because of his hair or is, no? Like it just his facial structure, right?
0: It's because of his uh, widow's peak or whatever he has, the way his hair is, the way his hairline falls and his beard. Yeah. And even his facial, his his structure, his eye. Op- yeah. yeah. Like his nose is. Looks like Abraham Lincoln. Imagine, like. What's the religion where you
1: come back as like something else or somebody else?
0: I'm not sure. Reincarnation? I don't know what religion that is. Yeah. Was. That's not a religion. Imagine
1: Abraham Lincoln came back for like the third time, reincarnated as
0: Zabit. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. So I'm not seeing a reason why. So the second answer that I was trying to get you, I'm not seeing a reason why Islam Makachev pulled out. It just says Makachev withdrew. That's it. And this is the second time that him and Dos Anjos fell out. And now even here, and we're going to segue this into another conversation, but we've said it. These Russians, and I'm not throwing shade, I'm not throwing any smoke, any stones, anything like that. They don't take short notice fights. No, We no. talked about that last episode. Episode nine. No, no, no. We talked about that off the air. Oh. Right before we started. It's how Russians... And the guys from that part of the world usually don't take fight short notice. In our memory, if you know of it happening, prove us wrong. We'd love to have it. But another thing is Khabib never failed a test. One of the best ever. But like DC saying recently that John Jones is excluded from the GOAT conversation because he has had a failed test. Here's my counter argument. So, you'd agree you are who you hang out with or sometimes you could be guilty by association. Yeah. Or like the five people you hang out with, you're going to take a little bit from each one of them. So, you can equate 20 different expressions or philosophies on how you learn things or what gravitates towards you, whatever. Khabib never failed for drugs in the GOAT conversation. John Jones has failed but disputed it. So, Khabib is completely clean, but everyone around him has failed before. Oh, wow, Stan. So, you're going to tell me that he's the only one who was like, no. Or, what's the argument that everyone in the room was trying to catch up to Khabib, so they took this shit? Like, you. Wow. How I got hip to this was because they were fighting my friend. You know, this Dagestani Russian group of wrestlers were fighting Chris Wade and they kept getting thrown at Chris Wade. So he fought, he was going to fight the one dude, I forget his name, I think Magomedov or something, and the the guy got pulled because he failed for Melalodin, which is a, like an EPO, like right. uh cardio enhancer. You know what I mean? Yeah. That fight didn't happen. Then he fought Islam. Islam has sat out for a failed drug test. I'm pretty sure for something along those same lines of that type of drug. What's the other guy's name? The one who punched Connor? Um, the t- uh, t- t- Gugudov, whatever is something yes, like that. Yes, yes. I'm pretty sure he has a failed test too. He fights at 45, though, right? Fights at 45. We have a few of these Russians with some some questionable drug testing history, and granted, it's the same thing like we talked about with whoever it was that offered you, like, listen, it's not on the ban list yet, but it's going to be, or it's, mm. it's not on the ban list yet, but it does what these ban things do. Right. That's most likely what happened with them, but I'm just saying, you're going to say that john jones disqualified now we'll segue into that you're gonna say john jones disqualified from the goat conversation when
1: he's in my conversation
0: i don't give a shit he's the goat because half
1: the shit he tested positive for like like cocaine on a saturday night at midnight doesn't make you a better fighter
0: it might if you're this guy
1: if you're fighting that night, yes. I'm saying like let say, but your fights a week later.
0: You're gonna tell you know? me. You're gonna tell me if you met Vinny the Chin with an eight ball in his pocket that's like half done in the parking lot of Neptune's in like 2010, 2010 maybe. You're winning that fight. No chance. <laughs> me or you? Anyone in or the an world, average Joe. Anyone in the world, chinjitsu all day. Wow. And even we'll get back to the John Jones go conversation. Then one thing I did say to you that's funny: with the if we go on lockdown again and it becomes a toilet paper shortage, everybody go back to episode fifty-nine and Vinny the Chen gave us a valuable tip. You just got to shave your asshole. So that's what Stan the Man's going for next week. I got a Brazilian wax scheduled. If we go really? on, where are you going? If we go on lockdown, Brazilian wax. Why you think I should go do it and document it?
1: How much? How much would you have to be paid if it was paid for to get that done?
0: Pay for it. If someone, That's pa- it. yeah, I'd pay. I, I, I would pay for it. I would pay for it, even at this point, like. Like I said, if there's a toilet paper shortage the way Vinny the Chin, and this Vinny the Chin was ahead of the game. You ever see those memes when you're like, we're in 2020, this guy's in 2045? Vinny the Chin's in 2045. Shaved asshole so you use less toilet paper and you skip out of the bathroom. So, but Lenny, Lenny, Luca, Hang on,
1: I'm gonna one-up you. Shave two-hole with a lubed up butt cheeks two-hole.
0: What do you mean lubed up? What are you talking about?
1: So it just slides even out, even like, without even leaving a trace of anything. It just takes a little oil with it.
0: Oh, so you're saying, let me get you right. Let me see if I get you right. <laughs> you're saying every time before you take a shit. Yes. Right here, right here. Dip your finger in some Vaseline. Vaseline. Go right up your ass.
1: I don't know Vaseline. I would I would think a more of a slippery, like baby oil. All right.
0: So baby oil, dip it Sex in the baby food. oil, dip it in the KY jelly or the baby oil. Right. Right up your ass.
1: <laughs> and like around it a little bit too.
0: Touch the tip and go up there. You got to go and up like there. In the cheeks too, the little cheeks where it might- Well, you have enough in the bowl so it goes up to here on your finger. So that way it'll just do what it needs to do when you get it over there. And then you'd think that would just plop it out.
1: I think.
0: But anyway, less toilet paper. There you go for your COVID 2021 and COVID 2022 tip of the week. Shave your asshole. It's from Vinny the Chin. It's not from Menace and the Man. We're just passing it on to you guys. Shave your asshole. This
1: is your butt cheeks, right? You're just getting this strip done or the whole
0: lenny Lucarelli said use olive oil hang
1: on an italian man he knows what he's talking about
0: well italian man he then said dip it in italian bread so you could use it for two things but i'm not that's one and done so if i go finger in the olive oil get the olive oil away from me because if I then go up my ass and tickle around and it's not good enough and I gotta go back in that, I'm not dipping my bread in that shit. So you gotta get that out of there.
1: I don't think I'm dipping my bread in anyway, Stan.
0: If I dip my finger in it once, I might, but but Vinny the Chin, COVID 2021 tips. When
1: welcome. so next week you're getting your tush.
0: If if they put us on lockdown. If they don't put us on lockdown, then no.
1: Alright, lockdown. I had to find somebody, we're going to film
0: it, they're getting... When they announce a lockdown, I'm getting my shit waxed.
1: I, did they announce a lockdown last time?
0: Yeah. They said, you have a couple days, we're locking the place down on Tuesday, or whatever the fuck it was. They didn't go, newsflash, we're locking it down starting right now. They didn't do that. Well, it didn't apply to me, because... I'm essential. Always essential, even before you were part of PSCG, Always essential. But bingo. Back to this. We'll circle back now. John Jones, goat. Khabib, listen, Khabib. Love you. Love you to death, Khabib. Think you would have or could have yeah. su- surpassed John Jones eventually. You need more. You need more title defenses, dog. You need more title defenses. John Jones has been doing this shit since he was a little kid. Since he was 21, 22, 23, whatever he was. Yeah. Who just messaged...
1: that can add a little something to the goat conversation. Like, the dude's been a champion since he was 22. 23.
0: Damn. But you're close. But still, the record, he's the youngest he's champion. He's the youngest champion. And even what's funny... Right? Is, yeah, and what's funny even about that is you see people that come in now, and it's like, oh, my Macy Barber, Edmund Shabazian, I'm sure that Sage Northcutt, you've seen a bunch of people that came in and have said something along. I don't know if Sage said it, but I know the other two did. You've seen other people that come in, they say, oh, I'm going to be the youngest champion in UFC history. Get ready, John Jones. Get ready. And what happens to them? Who they meet a contender and they get fucked up. They lose. They get their. They either lose injury in the fight, get their shit pushed in, and get fucking smoked, or just doesn't happen. What happened with John Jones? John Jones was like, "Do it, do it, win." I'll, don't know how to fight correctly. I'll disqualify myself. I will hide under the cage from the drug tester, and I'm gonna win this. You know, like doesn't matter. And why were you hiding under the cage? Because I just smoked weed and I was paranoid, you know. Like that—that that was his reasoning for hiding under the cage. Could it have been Peds or some other dumb shit? Maybe, but I don't care, you know. Like, here's here's why the argument gets deflated. It's similar to like the election. When your guy wins, yep, no cheating happened. When your guy wins, everything's good. The thing with John Jones is. Everybody or most people have been on the lines of cheating in combat sports, or they know somebody who has cheated in combat sports, they've lost fights. You know what I mean? Like, you could do steroids. That doesn't guarantee you're going to win the fight. Right. Not at all. Like, there's been guys that have done steroids, been juiced out of their face, and lost. So, a lot of guys. Yeah. So, why do we, why are we, I get it in baseball you can put an asterisk in some of the records but why are we disqualifying John Jones when we've also seen people use steroids and lose it's not like you use steroids and everybody is 25 and 0 or whatever John yeah, Jones is
1: but it just makes it, it
0: gives you an edge 100% it gives you 1 yes. million percent but other people might be on it other people have lost yeah, on it before. Sure. Like, so that's... What, well, that's even where I'm going. Do we give Khabib the ultimate pass because he never failed the test, but everyone around him failed? Mm. It's a tough question. Yeah. D- did you... I mean,
1: to, to be honest, the... A goat in any sport to me is stupid.
0: Yes. Ab- oh, ab- Listen... Absolutely, I'm just defending John Jones that he should. I got yes. He I should like you know. Kobe
1: Bryant was the goat. No, Michael Jordan was no. W- uh, w-
0: Wilt Chamberlain was.
1: I I don't give a f- like. I don't hang on.
0: They're all really really good. Yeah, well, it's similar to even baseball. So it's like no, Babe Ruth's the best. So well, I think it is. I think people just like to argue. Yeah, so you're telling me this fucking guy from like 200 years ago. When the league was all white dudes, they all- Oh, sm- Babe Ruth? Yeah, like they all smoked cigarettes. Like he's- Right. The- he was fat. <laughs> yeah. Like he's up there. Maybe he's in the conversation because of statistics, but you're telling me he's the best ever? No. Like the MMA. So even those other sports though, that's what made this a conversation. The greatest of all time is from boxing Basketball, baseball, football. So they adapted it to MMA. Who's the goat of football? There's too many positions. But here's journalists and media adapted it to fighting. And they're like, oh, he's the goat. He's the goat. It's not a real Tom thing. Tom Brady, right? It's not, But it's not a real thing. You know right. what I mean? Yes. Sometimes there's those clear examples, but then there's always the argument. We'll use Michael Jordan as the example. Michael Jordan's the goat. The argument is Kobe was better. LeBron was better. And then you got to weigh these, like MMA. It's Khabib or John Jones. We don't fucking know. Hello. What was that?
1: I, dude, I don't know. I woke up this morning and my
0: internet was off. So even that—that that you just had that happen to you. Sorry for that little mishap. But John Jones did it. What? did you just do to your internet? Like you switched from Verizon to I sw-
1: Optimum? Yeah,
0: yes. Oh, and look, perfect timing. Your boy uh, Rashad is here. Oh. But yeah. well, you switched Champion. from Verizon to Optimum and they're playing games with you.
1: I don't know. I'm not into it. Just not into
2: it. Yellow. Yellow. Rashad. What's up, man? What's up?
1: Oh, what's up, player?
2: No, watch Marshm- me. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, man? How you doing?
1: We're, we're trying to do it. You know, we're we're over here. We're trying to make it.
2: You know? Yeah, I hear. Hey, do, hey, man, whatever you got to do, you got to do, man. I feel that.
0: So I've got a question for you. So long you- I got a question first. Rashad, can you turn your phone sideways?
2: Yes, 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 yes.
0: Stim, that was not a
1: question. Oh, yeah, it was a question, wasn't
0: it? Absolutely. Um,
1: you live in Florida, right? Yes, indeed. and you've been doing a lot of commentating.
2: Is yes, that sir. shot
1: in? Is that shot shot in Cali?
2: It's in Vegas. We're okay, out in Vegas. yeah, we go out to Vegas. We go out early. We quarantine, and uh, you know that's that's uh, we go out there. We probably take about like sick four, four tests before Damn. the. Yeah, we take a lot of tests, man. But they, they run a real suit, real, real real smooth, real safe. They have, um, like, uh, like they call it the bubble, and they have a couple of different hotels that keep people in, and they kind of keep okay. people from, you know, going out on the strip and doing things like that. So, I mean, it's a different Vegas trip. You don't go out there and hang yeah. out like you used to, but, I mean, you go out there and you work. That's about it. So you're undefeated with the COVID tests. Undefeated.
1: Come on. Come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be worth something, right? That's got to yeah, be worth right? something.
1: <laughs> no, because the reason why I was asking is because I know, like, I remember years back, Yves, when he's got into commentating Edwards, had moved to LA to be more available yeah. to the UFC. You know, I mean, I've, those – does it not matter? Or do, do they not have like a like a like? It doesn't matter. Like, yep, we're taking them.
2: Or like, they try to grab closer people. Or, um, you know, I don't, I don't really know how they work it. You know, uh, um, this guy named Zach, Zach Candido, he's a guy who usually schedules schedules everything. And um, you know, they they just try to keep a nice rotation, in, you know, um, and they try to keep guys together who work good together or girls together. They try to keep a good flow and combination together and just, you know, they, they kind of, um, you know, just, just work with with what kind of flow of the uh, what kind of flow of the show they want to have. You know, if they have a fight where they're going to have Ezekiel. Wonderful. I told you, okay? I'm sorry. You're good. Get him in here. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, he's just, he's talking. I can't hear myself think. <laughs> but, um, I forgot what I was even saying. You're yeah, talking but...
1: about flows with commentators.
2: Yeah, yeah. So so, so, they, so they have um, nice, you know, they want to keep the nice flow and if there's a guy fighting at 170, then they may bring in like Kamaru the champion or whoever else, you know. So it all depends on like what, what fight card it is, you know.
0: Well, even Menace, I think what you were thinking of is when Rashad, you can attest to this or can correct me if I'm wrong, but when you guys were with Fox, they had a studio in LA.
2: Right, yeah. The studio was in LA and now that was something different. Like that it was better for him to be uh, probably there and be available and be on the West Coast, you know. Yeah. I probably could. I probably could um, have definitely gotten way more gigs being if I was if I was on the West Coast, but I just never really felt comfortable about making that move, you know.
0: Oh, so where's all your
1: family?
2: New York, oh, right? Of course, yeah, Niagara Falls, New York, right?
1: So it's a it's a quick, you know, what's that? Four hours, three hour flight.
2: Uh, it's about three three hours. It's about three hour flight from Florida. Right, that's that's easy. I mean That's across easy. the country's
1: like, motherfucker.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like the middle passage, man. I'll tell you that right there. I mean, it, it's a hard it's a hard one sometimes, you know. You just gonna and if you don't have a good like, you know, seat with some good space and you get a messed up middle yeah. seat. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's killer. It's killer like a mi-
1: a middle seat for six and a half hours,
0: you're like, Fuck me. Yeah. And and you're cutting weight, you're like, Yeah, UFC, sick, thank you. Why the UFC would middle seat you guys sometimes? Well, I mean,
1: I think they they, they uh, ask uh, you what you prefer. Yeah.
0: Is there, I've always gotten it. Is there any psychopath in the world that's like middle seat all day? That's what I want.
2: Nah. You know what? I, I, I listen, I'm a person that, uh, that, that can take, sit in any, any seat, really, to be honest. Sometimes I can do a middle seat. As long as I got that neck pillow, I can sit in any right. seat. Right,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, but
2: given the choice, are you an alley guy or aisle guy or window guy? I'm a window guy all day. Window, window, window's my windows. My zone. I like to look out the window, you know, right. get get my imagination going, you know what I'm saying? Look out and see the flat earth and just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: I'm going to get a little psychopath. So I'm a window guy as well. And I'm sitting there, right? And you see the person next to you trying to look at the window like, yo, man, this is my, like, yeah, this is my window. You like what you see? This is mine. I can shut yeah. it right now if I want.
2: Yeah. I have that the power. This is, my, this is my window. Yeah. yeah. The control. Because, like, you know, you got a lot of control sitting in the window seat. You, you too. You, you're sitting there. You're like, oh, you want to read your book? Oh, you want to go to sleep? Oh, no, you don't. I want to look out the window right now. I want to look out. I want to look at the sun right now. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you've never been in the
1: middle seat or the aisle seat. And be like, yo, my man, can you open the window?
2: Never. Close
1: the window. I've, I've definitely seen people say, yo, like, can you close it? But you could also be like, motherfucker. Can you see I'm looking at this motherfucker? Right. Like, we got time. Like, I got something. I got to do something. I got to look at the window.
2: I mean, I, I am. I will though. If somebody like fall asleep and they're not being responsible with their, their windows duties. Then I will put the window up on them. Like if they fall asleep and they're looking out the window, I'll. Oh, you help! You're helping them out. And raise it and close it down. I'm helping them out. You know what I'm saying? I'm helping them out. You're
1: doing the right thing. That's what I like about
2: you. When was <laughs> right, that, when, right. When was the last
1: time you talked to Mama Rashad? What's that? How was the last time you talked to your mother? How's she doing?
2: Oh, she's doing good, man. She's doing good, man. She's just uh, maintaining. She's maintaining, man. She's just doing her thing. Did uh, she say anything wild that you can uh, imitate? R- 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 Rashad, look, I, <laughs> Rashad, I ain't with this Donald Trump, Rashad. R- Rashad, Trump got a go, Rashad. My mother was obsessed with Donald Trump. though. all all the time. She'd post something about Donald Trump. She loved Donald Trump, but she loved she loved to complain about him. But at the same time. Because she complained about him so much, she started to have like he started to grow on her. You know what I'm saying? She started to like yeah. him a little bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Me
2: personally,
1: I don't really follow politics, but I just like that he would say whatever folks on his mind. I can respect that. Yeah. Whether it was the yeah. right thing to do or not, in his position, I like that in a guy. I don't know. That's all.
2: I like the no, yeah, I, I like I the outside. You, I,
0: I like the outside perspective. For instance, like I want Rashad Evans in office in twenty twenty four. Like we need people that aren't <laughs> politi- we need people that aren't lifelong hey, politicians in office. The,
2: the, the world ain't ready for that, man. The world ain't ready for that, man. This the the world the world is a stage and uh and we're starting to see that unfold in real time in real life.
0: Yes, but something we didn't do in the beginning. Rashad Evans, welcome back to Menace and the Man, Stan the Man, Dennis the Menace Bermudez, and now we're joined by one of the GOATs, one of the legends to do it in MMA, one of the guys who set the ground for a guy like Dennis Bermudez to get into fighting, Rashad Evans.
2: What's going on? What is going on? I season love the show. Right? Season two, season two, Ultimate Fighter. Yep, Ultimate Fighter season two. And Now, did you know they're coming back with another Ultimate Fighter show?
0: Yes. Yeah, so no, no coaches yet.
2: No coaches yet, man. No coaches yet.
0: And even something that Menace, I don't care if you you can kind of leak it out now. Like they hit up Menace. They were trying to get John Gotti on the show. It's going to be middleweights and I think bantamweights or middleweights and lightweights. Like they're going to do two weight classes. No coaches yet, though.
2: Ah. Uh, uh, and doing this, you don't want to do it. Huh? You're like, I'm done with it or what?
1: Oh, no, no. They hit up me because I train with a guy.
2: Yeah,
0: they were trying to get... Oh, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, one of You oh, John Gotti? Oh, okay. The mafia guy? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah his, yeah, son, yeah.
1: his son's pretty good.
2: His son is a, is a fighter?
0: Like, he was pro. Pretty he good. was in his last fight, but...
2: Wow, I think, that's pretty dope. That's I think 5-1
0: f- or 6-1 and one right now.
2: Oh, wow, that's pretty dope, man. That's pretty yeah. dope. Shoot.
0: Yeah, he's solid. But I see Rashad right now on, like, his king's chair... That's like yeah. a throne right there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah, this is, uh, this is my game of thrones. Where are you
0: right okay. now? South Florida?
2: Yeah, South Florida. South Florida's hanging out. All right. Hanging out with the family.
0: And who's Ezekiel? Ezekiel's the youngest?
2: Yeah, he's, he's, he's a little bit more. Ball right. of energy.
0: What do you, how many kids do you
2: gonna
1: have talk, now? I'm going to talk, talk father talk right now real quick. That's where
0: I was getting yeah, four. to. Four. Four.
2: I got four. I got four. Is, one is 20, uh, one's 21. I got a 21 year old. She lives in Montreal. And I got two with my ex wife. And I have one with the wife now. My wife now. Um,
1: so. Nasty wrestler. You were. I wa- Yo, my little guys used to start wrestling and they were doing what they thought was WWF wrestling. But I watched my little guy hit, a, like, grab the single leg, a, a head outside the single leg, and then, like, Come across the body, mean. I was like, and then come on top. I've never showed him one thing once, never. And I was like, dude, this might be my guy. Like, maybe it's in their blood. Like, so my question to you is, do any of your kids wrestle, or do you want them to?
2: Yeah, my 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 son Rashad he wrestles, um, but I I let him get into wrestle himself. I wanted him to wrestle. I wanted him to do what like what i did and i would try to i would try to do some stuff but then i would see he would just wasn't really interested at the time so i kind of just like took a different approach and just let him you know discover his own thing and then uh you know he decided he wanted to wrestle and now he's in love with wrestling so that's that that's pretty cool but um it's it's difficult because you want to be able to you know be that influence that 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 positive influence as far as like offering them a good sport that offers them good discipline but at the same time you don't want to become that overbearing parent that starts to you know try to push your dreams that you didn't accomplish on your child you know and and it can be it 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 can be a fine line you know but i think um what what because i I close i i uh i've coached a lot of kids who are who are close to me and it's a lot of just you know, um, you you just long as you let them know like how much you love them, and you know you talk to them about how they how they're feeling, and and if they want to do it or not, and you just keep it fun, then it, it makes it a lot easier. It makes it a lot easier, but it's tough. It's a difficult situation.
1: It's I guess it's it's why good coaches are good coaches because they know not everybody gets coached the exact right
2: the same.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's your thing, Menace, is you don't you want them like Rashad's son, you want them to find it. You don't want to force it on them.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes yeah. I'll be like I'll be watching Flow wrestling or whatever, watching whoever wrestle. I'm like, hey, like this is what your dad used to do. And then i like, <laughs> look over like ah, okay, they just
2: run off of my like, They have no interest. They have no interest. Yeah, they have no interest. But you know, you know, it happens just like it happens just like one day. Like one day they'll be like, I want to try this now you know and yeah. um that's that's how that's how it happened to my son he's just like one day he's just like i want to wrestle now but i always knew that he had it in him because he's right. always just like wrestling around aggressive. and just always yeah, he's very aggressive very aggressive now um my son ezekiel he's super aggressive and he just he likes to uh he likes to wrestle and fight all the time you know he he he'll start crying if I don't fight I'll be like why you why don't you fight me Bye. <laughs> you know like well, cuz
1: my my younger guy like when he loses he goes fucking bananas I'm like and like I like that but I'm like yo let's keep playing you're ruining everything cuz my older son we play uh flag football outside cuz they they play flag football i got the flags My oldest son's faster, knows how to play. He'll get a touchdown and he'll get touchdown, but he just keeps running because the little guy, even though he knows he's now he's he went from like to and like is gonna try and fight him because he he won. I'm like, yo man, you can't, you can't do that, son. Like you can't fight him just because he beat you. And sometimes he goes inside and quits. I'm like, oh, I don't want you to do like I like you getting upset, but. We just can't have you
2: quitting though, you know. are you, just... you know what? You should, you should just He's also you, five. you just got talk to him. You're you yeah, but you got you so got to talk to him. My 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 son, my son is 5 years old and uh I talk to him. I talk to him like I do um like I, like I would somebody else who who I just like tell him straight up, like, hey. Yeah, I'll tell him straight up. I'm like, "Hey, we don't quit. Listen. You know, and I tell them like, you know, I I, you, I know you're getting frustrated, but you got to work past it. And it may sound like you over talking your kid, but for some reason, when you talk to your kid straight and direct like that, and just speak to them straight, they understand and they prefer yeah. you speak to them like that. They prefer it, you know, rather than pacify them when you tell them straight up like, yo, you know, and, and just and just tell them but give give it to them with love, you know, like, hey. You quit. You know that feeling that you have inside that you get mad. Hold on to it. That's okay to feel that way. But listen, you can't get eaten up by it. You can't allow it to take over your mind. You know, and then that's how you I and, like then, this. and then and then when next time you see them getting like that, the next time you see them getting like that, like, hey, remember we talked about, it, right? And it becomes a footnote in their mind, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Cause I've 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 kind of been like, come on, man. Like, I've I've done the pity like come on man like like almost like please yeah. like come on man pull together and i've also done like yeah, yeah? you want to be like that go to your fucking room you piece like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like we'll do this yeah. here yeah i'll try yeah i'm gonna need rashad next time i give that a shot
2: but they yeah, just call just coach just coach him up man he'll appreciate it
0: right there rashad evans is dropping wisdom on you menace father fathering wisdom <laughs> yeah,
2: he's been, he's been
0: there for twenty one years, and that's uh, what it is too. Like
2: yeah, i, I, I that's right. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't ha- I don't have kids, but I, from what Rashad said to Menace, someone with a little bit more wisdom, a twenty one year old, you're over don't overcomplicate it. It's that simple. Just yeah. to, just have a conversation yeah. with them, listen to well, what they want. Exactly.
1: What happens, to, like Stan, you don't have kids, is like they start acting a crazy way that you're like, whoa, I've never taught you that.
2: Yeah. And, and like you
1: almost well, sometimes you become emotional that like you came and like, yeah. what not saying, like overcome your like, yo, man, you fucking
0: don't like, like, all right. So what do we got and on the, we, what do we got on the age difference? So we have the 21 year old daughter and then we have what's the youngest? Five years old. Oh, okay. So that's a lot. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's so, a
2: range right there. So yeah, I went, I went, well, I mean, I started super, right? I started when I was 19. Like when I, like I heard my first kid when I was 20 years old, when I first turned 20. And, uh, you know, it was it was something else. It was, a, it was a tough period of my life, but it was one of those things that just made me grow up quicker, become a man faster and become more accountable for for my actions a lot sooner, you know. So um, that that was when I was young. And then now uh, it's different, though. It's different being a father now versus being a father back then. You know what I'm saying? And um, I felt as if like, you know, my first daughter, you know, she. In my first kid she kind of like taught me how to be a parent you know what i'm saying and like i was learning how to be a parent by parenting her you know and um it, it was it was a it was a difficult time but at the same time it was one of those things that i just it was it was the best It was like one of the best experiences i look back on those memories i'm like man i don't even know how i did it but it, i did it you know yeah because
0: when did you start fighting that's what I was gonna say. Like, so when you started fighting, you had the daughter, just the yeah. daughter.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just, I just had a daughter when I started fighting. Um, I was twenty three. I just graduated from college, and I mean,
1: finishing and- college alone with a daughter. Because Rashad, one thing yeah. you may not know about the menace is I had a fake kid. I dropped out of college my senior year.
0: Whoa, whoa! A real kid. He was real. But you weren't the father. It
1: after two years, it turned out not to be mine.
2: No. So
1: from the age of twenty to twenty-two, working two jobs and doing college, I dropped out my senior year. Oh
2: man.
0: Then when I found out it wasn't mine, like someone's gotta get fucked up. I just saw Rashad. I just saw Rashad cringe for you. He went,
2: ooh, ooh. Yeah, that's that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one because you are doing the right thing and, you know, and you've, and you, right. and you are owning it and owning it is the hardest part of about, about being a young parent. Yeah. You know, there's such a, there's such a, um, a, like a, a letdown and almost a shame with that comes along with it. But when you own it and when you start, you know, becoming a parent, you know, all of that stuff, it just kind of like falls away. And you sound like you already got to that point And it just to have that ripped away from you. Yeah. That sucks,
1: man. Well, the thing was, it was while I was just, me in college, it was become an All-American national champion. That was the goal. School, like, maintain a – just just be eligible. That was it. Then when I had a kid, I'm like, holy shit.
2: Yeah.
1: I got to become an All-American. I got to be dad of the year, and I need to get on the dean's list. Mm-hmm. So I took myself in this, like, fucking deep, dark spiral that got – really dark because it wasn't working out you know and then i yeah. ended up <laughs> i ended up getting like my coach brought me i was like yo man we gotta take you like off the starting lineup like you're gonna kill yourself like you were Dang. like yeah and uh so then i still have my scholarship and shit like that i just took a step back started fucking dudes up back up in the wrestling room got on dean's list you know i mean it was it was weird the pressure of right four- is very, very real,
2: you know? Oh, my gosh. It's so real. It's so real, man. It's so real. So, Did you I mean, become but, an I all-working mean, while you, know, you had a daughter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane to me. I did. Yeah, I did. I did. You know, once once I had my daughter at that young age, um, you know, I, it gave me a new purpose to drive for. And then there was a period where um, – when I went away at Michigan state, you know, uh, I would only get her in the summer times or on like in the spring and stuff like that. So, you know, it allowed me to just focus on, on my sport, but at the same time or in school, but at the same time it was, you know, it was really hard to be away, you know, and yeah. it was kind of like, but I always, I always just kept focusing and knowing that like, you know, it was going to pay off and you're
1: doing and, it for not just yourself. Childhood.
2: Right, yeah, and I, I just needed to get out of Niagara Falls, man. Niagara Falls is the place where dreams die, man. You know, there's so much talent that 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 comes out of Niagara Falls, or could possibly come out of Niagara Falls, but the the area just has a suction on people, and they just can never seem to escape it, you know. And um, I was able to get out, and I didn't want to go back, you know. I always have a lot of respect for home and and um, you know for the people at home, but. For me, just home wasn't – it just wasn't a place for me. You know, once I have left that area, I quickly outgrown it, and I couldn't go back. You know, yeah. I've seen bigger.
1: So well, it's, wait, on it, that note, I feel like my, my – we had uh, my, my college wrestling coach, John Stutzman, on the show. He's take, He took over Buffalo now. I think
2: they're – Oh, he did? He did?
1: They're doing better. I mean, he's That's been in the program there for a little bit.
0: Well that's, wait. That's, yeah. Is that a real thing? Like is that like what they say in Niagara Falls? Like Niagara Falls? Well they
1: say Buffalo, at least Buffalo which is right next to Niagara Falls. Like that's where New York State champions go to fucking it's like the graveyard.
0: So that yeah, that's a real thing where that's where dreams die is in like well, no- I mean, northern New York I, State.
2: I don't I don't want I mean I don't know if that's a phrase. I'm just saying like it's 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 definitely oh, definitely a real it's definitely a real thing because, you know, the thing about the area is the fact that it's like you don't really hear too much about the area. You know what I'm saying? We have some of the greatest athletes in that area. There's a one there's a one kid who was on my football team. His name was Frank Pavicich, and he was absolutely amazing, tight end, defensive end. And and honestly, he was one of the best football players i ever seen, but he never really got the exposure that 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 could have landed him in the pros, but he was just a phenomenal athlete. But there was just many more athletes like that, you know? Um and, and it's just they just really never really never got out. And if they did get out, they just they just get sucked back sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like John Jones is a Western New York product and, and he and he's and he's, you know you don't He don't live in he, Western he got, New York. Oh no, no, <laughs> no, no, he's no. Not. He he got out. He got wait, out wait, man. Wait. He got up.
0: born and raised though. Yeah. Born and and raised raised. though. Same as Rashad Evans, right? Born and raised. Born and raised. Born and raised. Like so that's like a thing people say, like they are New York, if you're not from the city or Long Island, you're different. But New York's New York to the rest of the country. Like Rashad Evans is from New York. John Jones from New York. Like we were talking about John right before you hopped on Rashad, the way um DC came out and said he's disqualified from the GOAT conversation. Hmm. So mm. and now here's the thing too. We were saying it. The goat conversation. There's co- also a little beef there. But but the goat conversation's bullshit. Like it's not a real thing. It's like Babe Ruth's not the greatest baseball player that ever lived. You know what I mean? Like right, right. There's a bunch of people that can make the claim. But right, right. we we'll, we would love to have your take on it. Like should John Jones, because of his steroid fail test, be disqualified from that conversation?
2: Um. I could say there's a good argument for that, but then that would be able, that would be um, discounting a great body of work uh-huh. and and not only in a physical form, but on a psychological basis, you know what it takes to go out there and to do what John Jones has done just on a mental basis alone, you know, being, you know, coming in and, and being virtually undefeated. Um, and then, you know, his troubles outside the octagon, coming back in the octagon, dealing with those pressures and, and and a lot of things that goes into what it takes to be a fighter and be able to be the fighter that you see on Saturday night that pulls off those spectacular finishes and those death defying moves that you only see in video games. You know, it takes it takes a certain mentality for that. So I, I would say in a lot of respects, you know, I would consider John Jones the greatest of all time, because it, it does take a lot to do that. But I can understand people saying that, you know, because he, you know, failed a couple of, uh, drug tests and stuff like that. You know, it, it blemishes his record. I can understand that too. But for me personally, I, I can't deny. I can't deny. I can't deny. He is one of the best. Period.
1: Well, like seventeen you know?
2: title defenses or something like that. 15? Yeah, he's he's. Well, he's he, I mean, he's. He, he, but here, here's here's the thing about that. Here's the thing. Like, I think John Jones is, is great, and I think Habib is great. But what what kind of I think turned people off about the the whole topic and discussion was was like like John had to say that right then. John had to say he just couldn't let Habib have it. He couldn't let him have yeah, it. Yeah, I get you know it. I'm and that, and that's and that's the and that's the humility factor that 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 the great that the greatest have and that's something that john jones missed in his right and in, in his um attempt to try to get people to see that he's the greatest the greatest don't have to get say he's the greatest other people say he's the greatest you get what i'm saying yeah yeah and, and, that, and that's and that's and that's that's a thing that that kind of made me maybe be like come on john you don't need to say that you don't need to say that your body of work speaks for itself. You never need to talk about how good you are. People know how good you are. Let them let them talk about it. Let them say, oh, Habib's the greatest? Nah, not bro. Let them debate about it. You don't start a debate about it. That doesn't make them look good at all.
0: Right. Well, even Rashad, now you're mentoring a lot of big names in MMA, but you're one of John Jones's mentor, if not his mentor. Like before John Jones, it was Rashad Evans. Yeah,
2: yeah, me me and John me and John spent some time together, man. You know, um you know like like John John was a good training partner and John was one of those guys who um came at a good time in my career because he he like, you know, when you train with a young fighter that's so excited and burning up with the excitement for the sport, it kind of rubs off on you just because you can just, you know, see how, see what they're doing to get ready and just seeing how they're preparing and just, you know, that, that excitement is contagious, you know? So I really enjoy training with John and, and uh, you know, part of me wishes that, you know, it, it was able to continue to training and seeing what would have happened, but, you know, things happen the way that they did. But, you know, I, I think after all things are said and are said and done, you know, you know, when me and John see each other, we we talk and we say what's up. You know what I'm saying? So it's it, it it's that we 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 recognize that. You know?
1: Yeah, nothing but
0: respect there. Yeah, that
2: yeah, was yeah, that nothing, was going to be my respect. question, if anything. Like, are you guys cool
0: now? Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, we're, we're we're cool. But, we're, we're we're cool now. Like every once in a while, he'll probably get mad about something I say, but then
0: because you know, I'm you you definitely like I said, same thing with Dennis. There was so Ultimate Fighter blew this thing up. There was Josh Koscheck. We talked about it last time we had you on. Koscheck, then Rashad Evans. You guys laid the groundwork for all these wrestlers to be like, oh, so my shit fucking will dominate if I go do this.
2: Yeah. Not win. Yeah, absolutely. Not
0: win, dominate. Like Koscheck showed it, but Koscheck had those holes. You came in and were undersized at heavyweight and were like, I'm going to wrestle fuck everybody.
2: And then there's here's a crazy thing about it. Like I wasn't even like the the dopest collegiately ranked person to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 when people like when like, "Yo, that's Rashad from Michigan State putting in work like that." You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't it wasn't something they expected because I wasn't the guy having my name called at the nationals, or you know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't one of those, those those marquee names in NCAA wrestling history. So you know. To to hear me going out there beating people, there's like dang, that, like that dude who beat Greg Jones, you know? Because I time, was that's what like I was gonna all say. Know for beating Greg Jones. You do have that win. Yeah, you have that have Greg that Jones win. win. I think that was a. I think that was just like the little the little glimpse of just like, I think I can do something special here. You know, I think I can I can I can definitely rise. You know, there there were times during a season where I had some um, really good matches with some tough guys, like some really, really good guys. But the thing with college wrestling for me was like, I just couldn't seem to, to get to, to, to beat myself. You know, I, I would always seem to find a way to lose to the better guys, you know? And it was, it was something that bothered me because I, I know I, I know I could beat those guys, you know? And it was that match with John, John, uh, Greg Jones, where, um, they were, like, everybody was like, oh, man, you got Greg Jones next. And it's like, well, well, you had a good wrestling career, man. I mean, you know, it was my senior year, and they were, like, giving my eulogy. And I'm just like, man, I still got one more match left. And it was like, I mean, you probably can get, like, tech fall. And they're, like, talking trash. And I was like, these people are so disrespectful. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out and just wrestle the way I want to wrestle. Like, like I felt like my whole career I was wrestling the way the coaches wanted me to wrestle. Yeah, But then when I just wrestled the way I wrestled, and was like flamboyant and showing off and pumping my shoulders and putting that sugar on them. They didn't know what to do. And <laughs> they didn't know what to do. They never seen right. nobody act like that in a wrestling match, you know? Right. Because we
1: had uh, Mark Hall on a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about how once your wrestling career is over, you somehow become like twenty five percent better.
2: Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so it's weird, I mean, right?
1: maybe that. Copped in before that last, you know, <laughs> that last match. Like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Like,
2: that's, but that's, but that's what it is. It's that, like, I don't give a shit that makes I... you at 25% better, you know? And, and that, and it was like at that point, I realized that I, I mentally, I, I mentally fucked myself so many matches just because I was, I was trying to be a certain way instead of just being, you know? And, and that's one thing, and that's one thing that, Happens to a lot of athletes in general is that you try to try to be a certain way, and then you just forget to be to be who you are and just to be in the sport and you know and must it just be it's just a presence in the sport that allows you to totally tune in where you get into that that zone you know
0: yeah oh for sure and even like. Your hat could be hung up right there, like I beat Craig. I beat Greg Jones. Yeah. Like I'm good, and you went on to do that much more. Like yeah. what? What is he? I think he had three or four losses in college. Like something disgusting. Like he was really fucking good. And Rashad yeah. Evans is one of those guys.
2: Yeah, Greg Jones is a beast, man. He's he's an animal. And um, yeah, he he was he was he was one of the um, he's like one of NCAA's like Hall of Fame wrestlers. You know, with the, one of the best and pristine records, and have so many titles and stuff like that. I think has three national titles. Three national yeah. titles. So, so he's, he, was, he was an animal, quick. man.
1: Yeah. Um, Rashad, did I ever tell you how Greg Jones stole a wrestling match from me in college?
2: No. <laughs> how I'm wrestling that?
1: against, like, one of his All-Americans, uh, Yargi or whatever, and, like, he was beating me by two. I like took him down on a like, controversial like on the line and 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 the ref looks at at uh Greg. He's like, that's not two! That's not two! The guy just held it off. And like out of bounds, I was like, you gotta be fucking shitting me. Because Greg Jones is like superior to you. He says you're yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. ref. And I passed <laughs> yeah, that guy yeah, yeah, later thanks. and he like wouldn't make eye contact with mouse. You've and uh, if the guy's that, are really yeah. up where I would have yeah. definitely beat him in overtime.
2: Yeah. That's funny, man. That's funny. That's funny. Next time you see Greg, you should say something. He he's he's with Samford. Now, I've always the,
1: I think every time I see him I'm like, you, you motherfucker. Yeah. Bro
2: <laughs> politics, that's a real thing. That's that's a real thing for sure. So
0: even that, Rashad, where are you right now? I see you you working with uh, Greg Hardy, I know you're an age kickboxing guy. I know that you bounce around a little bit. Like, are you doing your own thing? Are you with Sanford?
2: Yeah, yeah so right now I'm doing my own thing. Uh, I'm just, you know, it's actually me and Tyrone Spong and Frank Lester. And, um, you know, we're just kind of, you know, having some fun and doing our own thing. That's a know? crew right um, there. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tyrone Spong is, is, is an animal. And right now he has some downtime. So he's been, you know, helping out and just kind of. Uh, you know, we want, we want to, we want to make uh, we want to, you know, help some fighters out. You know, we got Greg, Greg Hardy in there. We're getting him a lot of one-on-one attention. So it's going good, man.
0: So I'm laughing. I'll let Stan tell you. Yeah. I was going to yeah, say, I, I know why you're laughing. So we're waiting for, I need to come down with menace. I don't want to go down by myself and have it happen. Cause if I die, then, but so Khabib's fighting Justin Gaethje. We have Tyrone on the show. I toss back a few too many beers, and I go, you know what, Tyrone? I got Gaethje. You got Khabib. What do you want to bet? And I No, bet- that's not how it went down. He goes, hey, I'll make a bet with you. No, goes, no, no. One body shot. Hang on. Before. Wait, wait. Ti- wait, wait. Who t- he had, he goes, yep. T- wait, wait. Tyrone says, I got Khabib, and I went, you know what? I think I'm going Gaethje. And he went, well, we can make a bet if you want. No, and th- Stan, re- <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no 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 there. that's what you can re-watch is tyrone said we can make a bed if you want in his accent we can make a bed if you want and i went oh we can make a bed Spunk said this. yes and i thought great content i'll get a body shot from tyrone drunk me sober me i texted menace like yo i'm in serious fear for my mental health my my like physical well-being right now health. and then khabib Demolishes Gaethje I lose the bet Whatever But then even When I'm talking to Tyrone With Menace And I say We'll make the bet I'm not even done Letting out the terms And I say The bet is a body shot And Tyrone's like Deal Deal I don't care what you got Like I don't care What
2: the bet is So wait Tyrone Spunk Owes you a body shot Yes (laughs) Oh my god Are you serious
1: I tried to see him I was like Hey Tyrone Dude Can we hit the organs? Oh, my God. He's like, no, your friend will be pissing blood for.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. Listen, Tyrone, he broke three of my ribs before I fought Phil Davis, man. Ooh. Sparring him in training.
0: With a body shot.
2: Body shot.
0: How else would he do it, Stan? Like blowing it? No, no, no. A leg, a a kick or a
2: punch? A knee. Yeah, the punch. A knee or a punch? It was a a punch. It was a punch.
0: All right. Body shot. I don't think this is gonna trust me, Rashad, I don't think I'm gonna do well in this. It's not gonna go well, but I we were gonna maybe come down this weekend, but Menace is having Thanksgiving with the Bermuda's family. So maybe before the end of twenty twenty we might come down, but maybe the beginning yeah, of twenty twenty
2: one. Yeah, we uh you know, we, we got a nice little space, we have a little fun and just, you know, let you take that body shot. No, yeah. are you gonna wear are you wearing a bodyguard or no? Not, no, no, nah, you gotta wear bodyguards. R- listen, nah, you listen wear a body Rashad, you gotta, r- wear body Rashad you gotta wear body Rashad, bodyguard,
0: bro. Rashad you gotta a wear body Rashad Rashad. I'm a
2: body shield.
0: I'm a fucking man, Rashad. Oh my god, he's gonna hurt you, bro. All you. I ask, like we we didn't specify terms, so we're still we could still negotiate terms. All I ask is Tyrone, give me this. Let me let me put my elbow shield, let me put my elbows over the floating ribs. And then do whatever you want. <laughs>
1: Yo, you don't want to see it either. You don't want to see it coming.
2: (laughs) Yo, I'm fucking worried right now. Rashad looks
0: seriously concerned.
1: Uh,
2: I am concerned. I am seriously concerned. No,
1: because Tyrone is a complete
0: psychopath,
1: right? Like, he, like, wants to.
2: If you don't
1: fall
0: over, Stan, he's going to be. Well, no, he said he doesn't like hurting people. But then when it's competition, he loves hurting people.
2: You know, you know what it's going to be? He's going to make you, he's going to be like, he's going to be laughing. Ha, 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 ha. You think it's cool. And that's, you know, it's going to bow. You go, oh, you're going to think you got stabbed, bro. You're going to think you got stabbed. You're not going to be ready for it. He, he's not going to let you break for it. that's probably the it. best way, right? It. That's the best way. Just like when you're not ready for it, he's going to just stick you with it. It's going to feel like you got hit with a hot knife, stuck with a hot knife. That's what it's going to feel like. You're gonna, oh, my God.
0: Rashad, you know Justin Gaethje. I thought he could do it. I thought the perfect storm. I thought you can't win them all, and it Look, didn't. Ha- it didn't happen.
2: I I bet Justin Gaethje too, man.
0: You didn't bet a body uh, shot.
2: I, I, no, I didn't bet <laughs> that. I just I just bet. I just bet with my faith. I, I bet with my word. I didn't bet with nothing, nothing else besides oh. that. I wasn't definitely crazy enough to definitely. I wasn't definitely crazy enough to bet Tyrone Spung a body shot over that fight though. What's what's I mean, the only only a crazy bastard do that? Yeah. Huh? What's say?
1: the equivalent in money for that? Like,
0: yo, I bet ten grand on Gaethje.
2: Yeah, that's that might be
0: what do you, a million like, a, a million dollars. I might die immediately. <laughs> immediately, yeah, you're not worth a million dollars. I'm you saying know, whatever.
2: You, de- you, de- you definitely, you definitely might immediately
0: immediately. Ung Lasong posted, "Have you ever heard of Houdini?" And he was like, "You're gonna die the same way Houdini died." And I was like, "Oh." Maybe. How did Houdini die? Because, so Houdini used to do this thing where he would take body shots. So one day, apparently, a guy walked up to him unsuspectingly. Tyrone? A guy named Tyrone walked up to him unsuspectingly <laughs> and gave him a body shot when he wasn't ready. Oh, and I'm it like, like it. and it like ruptured his fucking something. His something. I'd have to do research, but Houdini died from a body shot.
1: Really? Yes.
0: Yeah, that's dangerous.
1: So what I was thinking, if you did the body shot in front of a hospital, I feel like you're good.
0: I'm going to do it at Sanford MMA where they have maybe a doctor or (laughs) two. They got
2: a medical staff. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then I've just got to say, like, Tyrone, my blood is on your hands if you kill me. So just –
2: I I think, Tyrone, I think he'll let you wear a shield, a body shield. Honestly, you might have to wear a body shield because, listen, Henry, Henry's a professional – and when he punches Henry with the body shield on, with the body shield on, Henry's like, oh my God. Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. He almost made Frank throw up. So, so hold you, him,
0: hold. here's the culprit, Rashad. This is the exact culprit. It's, <laughs> it, it's called, oh, my. It's called a, it? a massive IPA from Great South oh, Bay Brewery. Oh, yeah. Eight, oh. right? Yeah, these beers are stronger than regular beers. I drank two of these, and then I was like, Tyrone, body shot. And then afterward, I went, whoa. Oh. Like, whoa. And so then, maybe drink
1: two of those before the punch.
2: There you go.
0: I mean, there's a part of me there that's like, go. maybe maybe I bring Tyrone out for drinks, and then I say, you know what? Do it now. And then I get it done now. Because even Rashad, we talked about it last Thanks. time. You remember my – you know my boy from Florida, Dave, with the magic tricks. We talked about it last time,
2: so I'm gonna come down there.
0: I'll get Dave showing Tyrone some magic tricks. Then all of a sudden, I spring it on him. Hit me now, and hopefully he doesn't kill me.
2: But I don't think you want to brace for it. Yeah, I think if you here's the thing about it. I feel like you, if you brace for it, the kind of punch he's gonna give you is gonna end up hurting someone else. You're gonna end up pulling another muscle. I would just be like, yo, Tyrone, whenever you feel it's right, just. You just give me the touch, you know, just just let me feel it. Just give it to me. And just gonna be like, he's gonna
0: wait. So, you think I should just tell Tyrone, steal me, like just run up whenever you get the chance?
2: Hey, you, you just tell him to steal off on you, man. Just, you, I think it's better. Than, I think it's better for him to steal off on you. I, I really do. I think it's better for you to just get stolen and. And not know and just kind of deal with the effects of it afterwards. Cause I think because I think here's the thing about it. The anticipation of it is gonna is gonna be worse than the actual hit itself. So like a fight, the anticipation is actually worse than a fight.
0: Yeah, yes. You know but he, here's one of the worst things is I have Ong LaSung, double champ, former double champ, still champion from one championship i have rashad evans one of the greatest to ever do it ufc champion tough winner telling me what a bad idea i made and you guys are fucking of me to be honest with you
1: well the thing is what i love about stan is he's a man of his word though
0: yeah oh my god that's the thing rashad like if he if tyrone goes well wait menace you're muted menace oh what you were muted menace how about now now you're good but man of my word, like Menace said. But if Tyrone goes, nah, no body shield. I'll go. All right, no body shield. I I fucked up that day, and I made a bad bet. So yeah. Um. Well. But someone else that you've mentored, obviously Tyrone Spong. So throw in that little tidbit. Be like, you know what?
2: Let's stand live. Just drop him. Don't kill let him. Let's stand live. Let's stand live, man. I'm gonna say that, man. Don't kill Stan.
0: But I yeah. see. I see you working with Greg Hardy now. How'd that come about?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, after you know, uh his situation happened with um ATT, he was just looking to uh stay in the area and he wanted to um he wanted to uh wait you know, Rashad, we about working. Wait, together. Rashad, I gotta yeah. inter-
0: I gotta interrupt you. What's what was the situation with ATT? That they closed for now um, or something more than that?
2: no 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 they, they closed for they close for now and I guess that um I, I don't know they they end up they end up being closed and he just you know started training uh in other places and I don't because I because really I'm too happy about it
0: wait because I was about to say let somebody be hating on Greg Hardy we love Greg Hardy here at Medicine the man we're big Greg yeah. Hardy fans. Like, we don't He's want to
2: do man. Bro,
0: he catches, like, a worse rap. Everyone, even if he was guilty, not saying he was, I think he was innocent, but yeah. everyone makes mistakes. At what point are you forgiven for anything you've done? You know what I mean? I uh, win an I NBA championship, dude. What, you got to yeah, win an I NBA mean, championship?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, 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 it's really sad because, like, um, you know, you, you always – you always, see, you always see him just kind of like uh, kind of just, you know, wanting to just I, I, I see the pain in his eyes, man. And I, and I see and I see how much it hurts him, how he would love to uh, rewrite how, how he would love to rewrite um, that wrong and just kind of change things up. But, you know, mistake is when something happens, it's happened. And uh, now he's just he's just dealing with it, you know, but He's a he's a good dude, man. Hundred percent. So, I, I
1: love hundred percent. I, I think you kick me his number because he was behind me at my last fight when I uh, retired in Brooklyn, and me and him instantly, we shut the shit for like one second, and we were on the same clan in a video game, like we were like best, yeah. like that, like holy yeah.
2: shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, he, he he's he's a good dude, man. I think that um I think he's some he's somebody that that uh that people will over time get to see and be like, Oh man, he's not as bad as we thought, you know.
0: I went to Media Day at that dennis' retirement fight and they pretty much like crucified him. Like they didn't ask him shit about fighting. They just kept asking him like so and then this person would ask it a dumb way then the next person would walk up ask the same question and i was just like dude like ask him a fucking fighting question like let wow. the guy and then here's the thing sometimes in the media in america you're done the first report that comes out like the right, tr- the right. truth doesn't matter you know what i mean yeah. and yeah. even if you did do what Greg Hardy was accused of, or you did a crime or whatever, there has to come a point where you're forgiven. And you're there has to come some recourse of where you can be okay or
2: something like that. Right. I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, it's it that, you know, we live in a society where, you know, it's all about- uh, Cancel culture. Know, yeah. And, and it's sad. It's sad it has, to, it, has, it has to be like this because, you know, what, what happened to- giving people a chance what happened to you know understanding the fact that you know we all can have a bad day and make poor choices and do things you know that that um can put us in a bad light you yeah know? and, and nobody and, nob- and nobody's above it you know what i'm saying like you see some of the best people in the world do some things sometimes you you can't you know you got to be like what were they thinking but it's just something that happens and um you know, i think that we we all need to and not just speaking of this in, a particular situation, but just in general, we all have to um, find a way to to come together and and see and see each other in each other, and give each other the benefit of the doubt that that we so desperately want. Sometimes I think sometimes we're just too too hard on each other.
0: Yeah, and Greg, take away anything outside of whatever sport he plays, he's a super athlete. So for me. Yeah. superior yeah like what, something me and Menace have talked about Rashad is so when he first came in the super athlete and the unexpected club and the weird angles he was throwing at worked for him as he started becoming more polished mm-hmm. he was at a disadvantage because he was, a, he was like this against guys who did it for 15 years me and Menace were saying right, right. we feel like now 3-4 years in where he's at right now, he's getting there. His skills are starting to really come together. Yeah. And so we want to ask you, how good is Greg Hardy? Like, what's the ceiling in MMA?
2: The ceiling oh, is, is really high. The, yeah, the ceiling is really high for Greg. Uh, 32. I, I think okay. the ceiling's very, very high for him. And, and I say that because I've never seen a guy who just – like, he – the way he learns, he learns so fast. And it's one thing to learn something like, okay, and put it in your toolbox, but he learns something. He puts it not only in his toolbox, you see him executing it the next training session, you know? So his his absorption rate is super, super fast. And, you know, um, a big part of understanding uh, how to coach him is understanding how to teach him, you know? Like Greg is somebody who you have to be uh, very patient with when you show him techniques and stuff like that, and just kind of breaking it down from a, you know, a perspective in which he he knows from before from football and things like that. So once you're able to make it edible for him, he just soaks up everything so fast, man. I think Scott's limited for what he can do.
1: Cause did you play a little football ever
2: high school? Yeah, I did. I did. A li- I did a little bit. I did a little bit. So it's easy bit.
1: for you to translate things like, yo, when you do this in football, this is like this in MMA.
2: Yeah, it, it was it was it was fairly easy for me to just kind of, um, you know, translate things over and, and to get him to see this is the position that you do here. And and some of the, a lot of times he was doing the position naturally, just in his movement, but didn't really understand it. You know, didn't understand the why behind it. And I think that's that's one thing that a lot of coaches don't do. A lot of coaches want to show you the moves, but they don't really want to teach you the the concept that goes behind the move. And I think understanding the concept, understanding the why yeah, the you're doing why. the move is, is, is the, is a foundation of the move itself because it, it lets you know why you're able to pull it off and why you're not. So now, not only when you're in a cage, you're not just pulling off move, you're putting together a whole conceptual package that you're trying to put for a guy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a concept that you're trying to display and you're gonna, you know, implement it with all these different tactics in order for you to get to your achieved goal. So
1: we'll we'll wrap it up with you here soon. But like, what's yeah. what's the future for Rashad? What's next for Rashad? Uh, I, you know, I'm
2: just uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just um, like I to, to, to get. To, you and, want uh, your
1: own world champion? You want to be the best commentator?
2: You want? uh you know, I I don't. I don't. I don't. Um. I just aim to be the best me every day. You know, I don't. I don't care to, you know, have any label titles being the best. this, the best that. You know, my my main goal every day is just to be happy. And if I can wake up and be happy and spread happiness to others, that's that's all I care about. To be honest, I, I think all those other things are good and, and fine and dandy, but. At the end of the day, they don't. I guess what I'm saying is a goal. What's the next goal? The goal, the goal, the goal. I I guess the biggest goal for me next.
0: We lost your audio, Rashad. You're muted.
2: There we go. You got me? Yeah, I got you. Okay, sorry about that. Um, my goal, my next goal would be, I guess, um, I would like to build a team and I would like to build a team and, 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 and do something special. You know, I want to, I want to be able to give back to the, to the sport has given me so much, you know, and that's one thing that I am, uh, I, I really hold myself accountable for, you know, I've been very blessed to have some of the best coaches in the game, you know, Greg Jackson, Mike Winklejohn, Trevor Whitman. Um, you know Mike Van Arsdale, you know uh, Faraz Zahabi, uh, Enzo Gracie. You know what I'm saying? And, and just so so many so many great guys that I that I got a chance to work with. And you know I can't forget the Zen Mario Sperry. I, I just I had a chance to be coached by so many great people, and um, and, and being and being coached by these great people, it made me just want to. Uh, it made me just want to be able to give back and give back to uh, to these athletes because I see that there's a lot missing. You know what I'm saying? There's, oh. there's a lot missing in the game.
0: And even a, a history note that people almost don't put together or maybe not, don't realize is Rashad Evans was the epicenter of Florida MMA outside of ATT. Like, Black Zillions and what is now H-Kickbox, and that all came from Rashad leaving Jackson Wink, going to Florida, and pairing up with that little group that he did that formed the Black Zillions that now has, they rival American Top Team. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, like, that's neck and neck right there.
2: Yeah, man, and it's crazy when I sit back and think about about it, you know, just think about this whole journey that that I've been on and, and, and the decision for me to move here and to start a gym and to, you know, it it was crazy. I never would have thought it would have become what it is right now, you know, and for what started off as me, as just a a private, a private gym, you know, it was, it was just something for me because after the whole team fell apart with the, the, the the Jones thing, I was like, you know what? I didn't want to have a team no more. I just want to have guys come in the gym and help me get better. And, We kept bringing guys in, and guys just stayed. And before you know it, we had a whole team.
0: And now something you built and you you helped—you know—put on the manifest. Put manifest. That's a perfect word. Perfect word, menace. But I was going to say, put on the runway to take off was something that's about to happen. Now, the best welterweight in the world, Gilbert Burns versus Usman—that's a derivative or a product of shit Rashad Evans put in place.
2: Yeah, um, that, so that, it really is. Hey, that's, it's that's, a good problem kind of to have. Great problem, yeah, it,
0: but Rashad, you know both of them. I'm sure you're closer yeah. with you're closer with Usman, I'd imagine. Is that a tough a situation, big bro? Yes. Yeah. So, like for someone like you, you've obviously done a lot of work with Gilbert. I'm sure too, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: What happens there for you? Are you rooting for Usman? Are you on the fence? Are you, you going to watch? Are you going to be there? Um,
2: you know, uh, my, my, my loyalty is, uh, you know, it, it would always be a Usman, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's my guy, but I have a tremendous amount of respect for Gilbert and, uh, and what he's done to, to get to the spot where he's at, you know, he's a very tough competitor in a lot of ways. And this is going to be a very tough fight, you know, um, you know, they know each other very well, intimately from, from training together for so long, you know, they came up together, you know, they, 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 uh. They they were puppies in a game together, you know. Back in the day when we were, you know, breeding these guys in the gym, back in the Black Zillions, and you know, these were the guys. You know, he was, you know, the, these are the guys who were just battling it out every single day, trying to get their opportunity. And um, you know, they they cut their teeth together in the UFC together, and the Black in the, um, the Black Zillions versus ATT. So they they have such a deep connection with each other and um it's gonna be it's gonna be a because they know each other.
0: so where are you at now rashad where is this where are you and tyrone training people it's not a public gym right it's a private facility
2: yeah it's, yeah it's a private gym you know we, we train we train people uh most of the time at his place um uh, you know sometimes i use uh the gym that that um the XPE gym sometimes i use that gym that's the gym that henry was at the uh h kickboxing 365 because now they're in sanford so they're in deerfield so that's a different gym so uh so I you use wait, that gym.
0: you could answer that for me is it they're not still over there they're not still at both places
2: no 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 well they they go back and forth they go back and forth at both places but primarily speaking they're at they're in sanford most of the time you know they yeah. they have a great facility there like like with a great lounge room, lockers, and they got like a full they got a full professional like sports thing going on over there.
0: So now I'm not trying to. I don't know if it's rattling up feathers or anything like that. Why is Rashad not in with Sanford? Why are you not a head coach at Sanford?
2: Um, well, I mean that's 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 their thing. You know what I'm saying? That's that's something that they've. Uh, you know, once I was it was an athlete, and once I kind of. You know, stepped away and was just, you know, doing my own thing. They did their own thing and they grew in their direction, you know. And well,
0: well my question know. is, if you're going out on your own and doing your own thing, why wouldn't you know put it under one roof? Because if Rashad Evans and Dean Thomas open up a gym in South Florida next week, that's competition.
2: I mean, we just might. <laughs> that
0: that that's serious competition.
2: We too. just might. We just might. We just might. Who knows. But uh,
1: I, I don't. I don't think Henry's one to be like this guy. He fucking me. Like, hey, I think he'd be
0: like, man, I want you to do. No, good. I'm not saying like that. Like, if, yeah, I'm just I, saying, why wouldn't they be like, yo, Rashad, let's head coach or assistant, you know, in charge of MMA or something, as opposed yeah. to seeing me on the outside, seeing what you and Dean are doing, or what it looks like you and Dean are doing in photos. I don't want... if I'm be yeah. tough
1: because, I mean, Rashad, you can come and go whenever you want right
0: now. Here. here if you want to lock down to a, you know, listen if, to your schedule. If, if I'm... Get, wait, wait. Right? If, if I'm American top team, I don't want Rashad out there training people. Rashad's going to fuck it. Why, yeah. why, why would you come to me if you can go to Rashad? You know? And that's not throwing shade at anybody. I'm just saying that's like another right. element. Like, that's competition. So,
2: yeah. Uh, you know, um... And and that's the thing about it like I don't I don't want to take anybody's fighters, man. I, and and here's my point of view like I just want to I want to give the fighters what they deserve. And and I say that because what tends to happen is the gym ends up taking over and the gym end up being the most important thing over these fighters career. And the gym and the coaches start taking precedent for what's best for these coaches, and then they start treating these 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 athletes, you know, as commodity. Oh, you can't train here. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. And it's like, wait a minute. They're hiring you for a job, and and a lot of times the coaches get it backwards and they get it twisted.
0: Here's you what know, I'm saying um, too. If I look on paper at a lot of the coaches, all the coaches in South Florida. Rashad Evans would be at the top of that list, if not one, two, you know, one, two, three. Like, I mean, decorated wrestler, talking. UFC champion, years at the top and of the I'm game. Not, I'm not
1: saying anything against Rashad, but sometimes some,
2: yeah, sometimes good...
1: can do it better than they can teach it. And then some of the opposite. Right. So,
2: right. And that's, and that's exactly it. And that's how, and that's how some people will see that. they be like, well, I know he's a good fighter, but I don't know. I've heard How good he is at being, a, being a coach. You know?
0: I've heard that about Rashad though, too. Not that you're a better fighter or coach than fighter, but I've heard you're an amazing coach.
2: Like yeah, the, I mean, I I think I think I'm a pretty I think I'm a pretty good coach. You know, I um, something well, I give my heart guess. and soul to it. Something I already yeah. wrote that down.
0: Yeah, something menace <laughs> could something menace could do and not throwing shade at menace, but Rashad, you've been there for longer and done it. You could add those little details. Like, I've seen right. Menace add those little details to a guy before the fight or in the yeah. training camp that changes their whole fucking thing. And it's like, yeah. this is what I do, but I gave you this information it changed your whole game. You know what yeah. I mean? Two
1: inches above the, yeah. the knee or two inches below the knee. It yeah. the whole and, way the guy fucking hops. And like you said, everything.
0: Rashad, your lineage – so a lot of things like jujitsu, like so my lineage is it started Henzo Gracie, then it diverted to all these people. Yeah. Your lineage of who you trained with is ridiculous.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, you know, and, and I think about that, I'm just like, man, I've trained with some some amazing, amazing people. You know, it's, it's it's amazing. Like, you know, when when I think about it, I'm just like, man, I've I've had so much knowledge and and I'm just like, you know, now I'm going through some of my old notebooks that I've had when I trained with, you know, all Gracie and, you know, uh, all these different great grapplers. And I'm like, man, I need to start pulling out some of that stuff now because now, now I'm coaching Greg, you know, you know, big guys don't move the same way as little guys. So now I got to start thinking of, you know, things that I've done when I was going with those bigger guys, you know. So it's um, it, it's a journey, but it's something that I never thought that I would get so much joy out of. You know, like the like uh, like when I seen Greg in his last fight, and he and he and he caught Maurice with that jab, man, I that was I almost Bro. wanted to cry, man, because we worked that over and over and over again, and he went out there, and he executed perfect, and I was like, it was a real like, my boy's learning, you know.
1: Well, that's 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 a wrestling thing. Yeah. Like how many coaches have worked with you and be like. Put so much time in you just because they want you to see good. Yeah. And then MMA, people see you do good and like.
2: Right, right.
0: And even Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy's at that point right now where I think everything's starting to click. So he's not here, he's now here, where he's still going uphill, but he's at that point where, all right, the Volkov fight, losing the Volkov fight showed me, okay, this guy can hang with yeah the top guys in the world because volkov's yeah. really fucking good
2: yeah he, he can definitely hang man he's a, um he's a tough guy and i think that people are going to be really surprised at at how how fast that he's developing yes you know? so uh, how fast that he's he's growing.
0: is it open to the average person to come train with rashad
2: uh yeah. Yeah. Uh, right right now right now what what I've been doing is I just been um you know plug, just plug just it right now a very private Yeah, just i just been making it private right now. Like I just, you know, um been focusing on Greg, you know, making a whole camp just dedicated to him. And um you know, towards like I think maybe next month and, and definitely January, I'm really gonna start doing more on a consistent basis, as far as like doing classes and doing things like that. And, you know, um, doing something for guys who want to do MMA, doing something for people, just normal people who want to learn how to, how to scrap and get in shape. You know, All right. Have fun.
0: Rashad, I'm sending you, I'm sending you a guy. I'm, right. s- I'm Send sending you, guy. you a guy. A guy. You, you, right. you've, you've actually, you speak- no, no, we talked about it before you party with him once or maybe twice. He's, okay. he's friends with my boy, Dave, who does the magic tricks. He's my cousin. He okay. um, you know, you ever hear of Christian tolik Kick, Former kickboxing coach from American Top Team. He's a oh, okay. he's an old ATT guy. He knows um yeah. he, he knows Cal and Santiago. He knows them well. So okay. I'm gonna send them your way. But he's looking for okay, somewhere cool. to start training. He keeps telling me I want to go to H Kickboxing. I want to go to Sanford. I'm like, dude, you're not ready. You gotta like walk before you can you know crawl before you can walk. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, man.
0: But I got a guy I'm sending you. Last thing before we get you out of here, Rashad. I got one more after you, Stan. What do you have? Because I was going to go Tyson Roy Jones.
2: Oh. What do you –
0: And then I'll – So what do you think about this, Rashad? I know you could probably still fight in the UFC right now and win some fights. You know what I mean? I
2: like to think so. I like to think so.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I'm sure Mike Tyson or Roy Jones could still fight credible heavyweights or light heavyweights and win the fight. But are they, they're obviously going to be old, past their prime is the expression, but they're about to fight each other. Almost like, what's the question here? I'm not who you think is going to win, like buy or sell. Are you going
2: to. How do I think it's going to go? Do I think it's going to be a good fight? No, like you're buy yourself. You obvi- I want that too.
0: You're obviously gonna tune in. You Man. don't do you really pick a winner in this fight? Like, I don't even know what the question would be here, but let's talk Are about they both
2: losing. I mean No, I think I think it's I think it's something that um it's gonna be exciting. You know, I think when when you see Mike Tyson and just see how he's been moving, like Mike Tyson's been looking looking phenomenal, like looking like The old Mike Tyson, his energy level is up. His wanting to fight is up, you know, and that's something that Mike Tyson has always struggled with. He's always battled with himself with just his why and why he's doing this. But now, you know, he's been able to find this peace inside himself, this deep, this deeper peace inside himself that is allowing him to, um, enjoy it, enjoy every part of it, enjoy the, the, the grind of it, enjoy the, the, the whole attention of it all, you know? And, um, this is a different Mike Tyson competing. Now you also got uh, Roy Jones on the other hand, who is, you know, he's like, you know, he, he kind of feels like, Oh, everybody's counting him out. And from what I've seen of Roy Jones, you know, he's been training and looking phenomenal. He's got some size to him now. He's still got a speed. So this was supposed to be an exhibition where these guys are, you know, not really going to hit each other, but Um, you know, both these guys got some ego and, uh, the minute somebody gets hit with one hard punch, it's going to be a full out fight, but my, my thing will be here. My thing would be, you know, um, you know, they, they've, you know, Roy Roy's had more of a fighter, more of a fighting career after his prime, you know what I'm saying? so now would it be, does that play a factor in his ability to absorb shots for Mike Tyson.
1: That's what Stan was telling me before because I was like, I think I got Mike Tyson all day. He fucking knocks people out. And I was like, did you know that Roy Jones was a champion after Mike left? And I was like, no.
0: Roy was winning fights against competitive guys two, three years ago. Yeah. My- Mike Tyson hasn't fought competitively in 14, 15 years.
2: Yeah. But he's also been caught and slept by some of those guys too.
0: Who? Roy Jones, yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, Roy has been caught and slept by. And that's what I mean by those though, cause those 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 fights and those hits are harder to recover from when you're older, when your body just doesn't bounce back from. You know, when you take those kind of injuries, you know, the 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 synapses just don't come back firing like they used to you know
0: and if anyone has that one thud and lights are off it's mike tyson it's
2: mike tyson mike tyson again. does yeah. someone go to sleep in this fight i i hope not i hope are not. they wearing the headgear now i well well it's in california so i think at first they were supposed to wear headgear because it's an exhibition. Alright. Are they wearing 18 time.
0: ounce gloves? Alright, wait, I'm trying to get the exact rules. The most recent report that I have right here if they will not have headgear and they're gonna have twelve ounce gloves. And the only oh. and there will not be a winner unless there's a knockout or TKO. But initially those were the reports that they were gonna have headgear, they were gonna have like twelve or fourteen ounce gloves, but apparently they're gonna do no headgear, twelve ounce gloves.
2: That's good. No judges either,
0: and yeah, it's a draw if it goes the full eight rounds. It's a draw oh, because it's for charity, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the loophole too, and I think Chael spoke on this recently. It's for charity because they don't want surprise drug testing because apparently Mike Tyson is on all the good vitamins. Mm-hmm. Is how was, cha- is how Chael was, was put. Absolutely, but even then I'm saying that's why it's not a professional bout, it's an exhibition because the athletic commission would have wanted to test them. Mm. Is what he was insinuating or what was well, being I mean, insinuated.
2: But but here's the thing though, I was there um I don't know, probably in October and the the commission was there the whole time. Like the commission, like they can't train without the commission being there and the commission because of the rules with coronavirus the commission is there. They have to test everyone who's around. They have to scan everybody's temperature. You have to submit to a test in order to get anywhere near Mike Tyson. And and, and, and honestly, it's like in order to do in camp in California, you like they have to pay for that. They have to pay for that. Yeah. Ain't that crazy? You have to pay for to have the commission be right there the whole time.
0: Well, even here, like this fight, for it being a boxing fight, I would think watching Rashad his whole career, Roy Jones and Mike Tyson definitely are two people you emulated.
2: Oh yeah, for sure, A million exactly percent both of them too. Exactly, yeah. both of them. <laughs>
0: Almost yeah. like you could smash their heads together, and Rashad Evans yeah. is coming out.
2: That's I want. I wanted to be like both of them, man. They both were my idols, man. Um, Roy Jones getting a chance to know him and hang out with him and, and become getting to know him as a friend that, that has been a dream come true. And it's been the same for, uh, you know, Mike Tyson getting to know Mike Tyson and getting to, you know, really, uh, get to know him as a person, you know, it's been one of the the best things in my life and a dream come true. You know, I grew up watching Mike Tyson on TV and it was like a big family celebration anytime Mike Tyson was fighting and my dad was a huge Tyson fan, but my dad passed away. So, when, whenever I think about Mike, I think about just about, you know, how much my dad loved Mike and how, you know, he he would he would bring us all over just to make sure we watch the Tyson fights. So, you know, it's uh it's cool to be friends with Mike, you know.
1: Is it a slap in the face or is it a good thing? Logan Paul, is he the co main event, Stan?
0: Jake Jake Paul is the, the co-main. Jake Paul. The co main event. Shit. Yeah.
1: Is that a slap in the face, or no. is that like good, bringing more eyes potentially?
2: Bringing more eyes. He's huge on the whole. Uh, you know, on, on the whole social media game. I don't play that game. I don't play the whole like, look how many people follow me, make a lot of posts, all that. I I don't. I just. I just. No, he's a YouTuber. The, yeah, I don't. I don't have the energy for that.
0: Here's the thing. If if Jake Paul or Logan Paul or KSI. If they came out and were like, I'm on a pro boxing card ahead of real fighters and I treated it like a jerk off and I come out looking like tough man, that's one thing. But I feel like KSI and Logan Paul, they came out and they trained. They came out looking like, at worst, decent amateur boxers. If if not,
1: but none of those guys are beating Rashad, and they're getting paid dumb money to do yes. what we fucking actually bust our ass to to be good at.
0: But like yo, but, you, you do, wait, 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 wait. wait? They're Jake Pauls and Logan Paul. They they go through a legit training camp. From what I I've, don't give up, wait, wait, and even here, fuck. wait. From what I've seen, from what they put out, but one million percent, I understand that. De- Come on, Dennis, you don't but think
2: I listen? Be- listen, I I understand it, but listen, I. I don't hate on them, Dennis, man. Get that money, man. Because here's the reality of the situation. Like, at one point in time, people were looking at our sport like that. You know what I'm saying? Looking at it like, oh, man, here we are. We're the boxers. We go out there and we actually do this. But these guys, you know, these scratch and sniff motherfuckers out here, you know, running around with no gloves on, no shoes on, kicking each other in the head. That's not fighting. We're real fighting. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I just you know to each their own, man. To each their own. But that was early in the
1: game. Any of those boxers now look at and go, "I'll knock them out on the feet."
2: Yeah. Right. I mean, it's 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 crazy money, though. But they're they're them they're them YouTube stars. Those YouTube stars, they get millions and millions of views for like. so I don't
1: get it, man. I creep my kids sometimes watching some kid fucking Ethan and Cole or some kid open a present, and I look at like 38 million views? Yes.
0: What? Bro, there's a dude who has like 75 million and his videos, he's a grown man, his videos are him playing with Legos. Oh, wait. I see. Hold on. Like him playing with Batman Lego. And that's his whole YouTube channel, and he's fucking huge.
1: Rashad, where'd you go? I got one more thing, and I'm letting but, you uh, go, for real. My,
0: my phone on a chip is chipping. What's your one more thing, Menace? Oh, God. So I was
1: asking him about his goals, right? And he's like, I don't really know. I know.
0: Here's How a, many wait, times wait. We said, like, well, here, while we don't have him on camera, we can almost get a little gully. Oh, we lost them. Oh. Uh, Wow. He might hop back in. But I was about to be like, Rashad, while we got you on the spot, we need you to get us in touch with. And just start naming people.
1: Well, that's... You did that off... Anyways, Mm-mm. is...
0: You put him on spot. Would you read Rashad's book? What's his book? If he had a book, is my point. A billion percent.
1: Because how many times... I feel- I'll
2: I'll wait, dude. I'm sorry about that.
1: No, you're good. No, Rashad. One more thing before we let you go is yeah. when I asked you about your goals earlier, and I said, and then I said the Stan while you hopped off for a second was like, "When's the book coming, bro?"
2: I know, I know, I know, I know. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm gonna be honest. The reason why I didn't answer your goals thing is because you know, it's kind of hard. No, no, no. You can even back off that. Like, what I'm saying,
1: like, you should do a fucking book. How many times in this fucking us shooting the shit, you're like, yeah, man, I talked to so many great people. I've done this, I've done that. Like, dude, you've done a lot of shit from Lance beating your ass and you beat Lance's ass (laughs) to fucking becoming world champion to being the premier of this and now where you're at now and having Kimmy your 21, you've fucking overcome a lot of shit. Like, listen, I'm reading your book before Ronda Rousey's book.
0: I yeah. don't <laughs> shade there. But Bro, like, reading Rashad's book before a lot of people in MMA. Yeah. Yeah. Book before
1: 99%. The thing is, I'm, the reason I'm thought like, you probably never even thought about it.
2: Uh, you know, I've thought about it a few times, but I wanted to, I guess I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for, like, you know, the right time, but there's never going to be a right time. I just got to sit down and just do it. And I think that, um, I think I'm going to do it, man. I think it, uh, here's the thing. If we go on another quarantine, I'm going to write a book.
0: Okay. We we might Rashad. We might.
2: I know we might. I know we might. So I think by the end of this, I'm going to have to write a book.
1: So real quick, what's the move? You're just talking to a fucking... Just say your thoughts.
2: Yeah. I think,
1: I think I I should write a book. I'm like, I don't know where to start. Yeah.
2: I think, I think that's, I think that's where it it starts. I mean, I'm going to find somebody who can, who's actually a good writer. You definitely
1: know enough people.
2: Yeah. I know. I know enough people. Yeah. I want to find somebody to help me. But what I want to do is I just want to, you know, to start like getting out some of my ideas and some of my thoughts and even, you know, start journaling and stuff again, because once you start writing, then your brain starts to, you know, for some reason, understand how things need to be written down and understand how to sort your ideas better, right? So that's what I'm gonna start doing. And once I start doing that, I'll be able to articulate a story enough to.
0: Oh, and even your brain is probably an insane filing cabinet of MMA history. Oh yeah, like oh, where well, you're yeah. you're gonna be like, oh, and this is the things that people love hearing, which is why Menace and the Man almost pretty much started. Is people want to hear about, oh, this one time I was in the room with GSP and so and so and so and so. Like your stories are fucking legendary. Yeah, like is. the people that were in those rooms are the who's who, and not saying that you have to, you don't have to spill beans and throw shade on people, but just to even. I learned something from this day and I was in the room with this person, this person, like you got stories for days, I'd imagine.
2: No, I do, man. I got so many stories, man. I can, I can go on, man. We were supposed to be here for 30 minutes and here we are like an hour and a half. So so
0: here's what we're going to do, Rashad. We're going to let you get out of here, let you get back to the family, hanging out. Whenever you want to come on, jump on every month. And as you're writing
2: this book, give us some, give us the cliff notes. All right, man. That sounds really good. I, I'll jump on him more with you guys, man. I love the time. was money in and, it. Man,
0: yeah. If, if Rashad's not starting a podcast, if you're not starting a podcast anytime soon, consider Menace and the Man your home. Come anytime you want.
2: My man, I appreciate you guys. All right, guys. Nah, take care.
0: Thanks for coming, man. Rashad, we'll no see problem, you soon. Care, We're coming down to South Peace Florida. Out. We're going to see
2: you soon. Hey, let me know, man. Shoot me a text.
0: Thank you, you for it. the time, brother.
2: Peace.
1: Peace, bro you you wonder what's wild is like you're like we got Rashad. i'm like i'm like what what more can we talk to him about we've you know last time we had him on i learned about like how we got in wrestling college how we got in mma his fights with his brother his mom I'm like what else are we gonna talk to him about you know I, you know and i'm like and here we are an hour and a half later i
0: could have kept going
1: i know yeah. i just i started feeling even like you know his kids like hey dad like I love
0: you. I want to hang out. So, Rashad, you fucked up Forrest Griffin, but he has a job with the UFC. Why? Because <laughs> he was on the
1: Ultimate Fighter 1.
0: 1. What the fuck is that? 2 is better than 1. But, joking, obviously. We love Forrest Griffin here at Menace and the Man. We love Rashad, but I'm glad that we got his take on... One thing, and we got to the very end that I did want to get his take on was Jones versus Tyson, which is next week. He said it. I know. That's what I'm saying. We got there. Oh, yeah. And we'll get some more next week possibly. But real quick, we'll just go uh, a quick runoff of UFC 255. I got some of your picks earlier. Okay. Let's Let's go to UFC.com. As always – if Menace does not know your name on the undercard, I apologize, but we're not going this to...
1: Just do the main card, no? I'm just... I... Do I know anybody on Wait, the
0: undercard? I'm just giving that disclaimer. Absolutely oh. not. You don't know any... You, you know Alan Jovan, That's it. Yep. And he's on the early prelims for some reason. I don't know why. And then you know... So we'll do this fight. Ariane Lipsky versus Antonia Shevchenko. Oh... Valentina's so, sister? Valentina's sister. She's number 15 in the rankings versus Ariana Lipsky. Ariana Lipsky is one of like the, don't crucify me, but one of like seven hot girls on the UFC roster. I'm going to go with. And Al- now here, I'm not throwing shade. There's hot, there's attractive, then there's ugly. Ugly might be here. There's some levels in there, but there's hot, attractive, Ugly. So there's levels in there. Hot, attractive, you would do her. Ugly. Well, hot, attractive, I'm fucking her. <laughs> Ugly. I wouldn't touch her. You, you wouldn't touch her, might be in here sometimes because you're picky, but you wouldn't touch her down here. But Ariana Lipsky is up here or up here. Ariana Lipsky can look good. Antonia Shevchenko could even look good if she's done upright. I'm going to go with uh, Shevchenko. I'm going to go Lipsky. Okay. Ariane Lipsky over Antonia Shevchenko. Shevchenko's first fight since getting her shit pushed in by Caitlin. Caitlin, yes. And then Joaquin Buckley is fighting Jordan Wright. Jordan Wright's undefeated. Joaquin Buckley's the guy who landed that spinning back kick. Mm. So he quick turned around. They're throwing him right back in. that's very quick. But the kid he's fighting is undefeated. So tough. It's not... I I don't think he's fought in the UFC yet. Yeah, he's undefeated outside the UFC. Let me double check. But I'm pretty sure, yes, he hasn't fought in the UFC yet. Uh, I'm going spinning back kick guy. Spinning back kick guy. What was his name? Uh, Jaquene Buckley. Jaquene. So here's the thing, too, with this dude. So we're going to... I wanna get um, excuse me, what's his name? James Krause on. Because James Krause did an interview and he was like, yo, this guy Buckley's a piece of shit. Not even like no sugarcoat was like Buckley's a piece of shit. Like like, like he's known in our a piece like, of shit fighter or of a person? Person. Like he's known in our area as a piece of shit. And then went into it like he comes into our gym. He constantly calls out like little guys. Even me, James Krause is a lightweight welterweight. 70. No, he's a 55er who fights at welterweight. And then he said that Buckley's always calling him out for fights at 85. And then he's done it numerous times. He just had didn't have nice things to say about Buckley. and said Real that, quick, when you're on your Instagram – how do you
1: see like what people liked of your stuff or reacted your like your notifications?
0: Um what do you mean? It changed. It changed. Yeah. It should be the heart, no? There is no heart. I didn't update, I don't know. Maybe There is no heart. Because I
1: reached out to that JP and his wife that uh, just got contracts with the UFC through the uh, Contender Series. Yeah. And look and see if
0: they got back to me at all. I don't know. You might. Did you, did you update? I I don't know. I pressed where I should have been. Anyway, sorry. So, Get back so, to the thing. Jaquan, Jaqueen, Buckley, Jordan Wright. Yes. No. 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 Jordan's already one and zero in the UFC. And he's undefeated. 11 No, He's from Jackson Wink. I'm going to go with this dude over Buckley.
1: I'll, I'll hop on that bandwagon. I'll go with you.
0: Hop on. And then Brandon Royval versus Brandon Moreno. Brandon who? Exactly. Flyweight fight. 125. So, A. Brandon is going to win this fight. <laughs> nice, Dan. I'm going to go Brandon Royville. James Brandon Moreno is probably is the favorite, and Brandon Moreno I'm go Moreno is the one who I believe trains with Sahuto.
1: Okay, I like that.
0: All right, main card. This is what people care about Shogun Paul Craig rematch. First fight was a draw. I'm
1: gonna go Craig because is he younger? He's younger,
0: absolutely. Shogun's got to be old as shit right now. Paul Craig. Yeah,
1: Shogun's like 36 somehow. I don't get it. He's been fighting since I was in high
0: school. Paul Craig, he started when he was young. When he won the Grand Prix, I think he was 21. He is the John Jones of pride, but he's lost more fights. Yes. Um, he's 38 now. So Paul Craig's 32. Fuck. Love Paul Craig. Shogun has quietly Won two fights in a row, though, so he beat he lost to Anthony Smith and even past that, he's won five of his last six.
1: Damn.
0: I'm gonna go Shogun to get the win and close out his career. Even though every time I watch Shogun fight, he's in slow motion. He looks the same. He looked way faster in prod. He's old and in slow motion now, but when he hits you, you feel it. So now this fight, tough fight for us, Caitlyn Chukagian, Cynthia Calvillo.
1: Oh, we've had them both on the show. We've had Caitlin on the show last. <laughs> I've hung out with Caitlin last. Caitlyn's my girl. I'm going Caitlyn.
0: I mean, my heart would be Caitlyn all day. Like sirm was my wrestling coach for a little bit. Serms a friend of the show. Caitlyn's been on the show. Listen, Surm-
1: it's not an easy fight
0: by at all. I. Don't like the fight for Caitlyn. Like I said it off air to you, like it's a tough fight. Like I'm not obsessed with it either. Can Caitlyn win? Absolutely. She needs to point. She can point fight this fight and maybe get the knockout. But you know Calvillo's tough. Yes. Like we said to, you're not putting her away with that one strike. Unless you can land that one and knock her out. She's coming forward. You hit yeah, her.
1: She's never been put
0: away. You hit her once, she's throwing two or three, four after that, you know, like yeah. I'm rooting for Caitlin. I want Caitlin. Tough fight to pick. Gun- a betting man, where are you going? Uh a betting man, I would look at the odds and I'd imagine Caitlin might be the underdog in this one. She is. She's like a plus one fifty. Is she? Or two fifty, maybe. I sent you the thing. You sent me the UFC's link, but they have like, they usually put up Las Vegas odds, which you can't bet Las Vegas odds in New York, right? Or at not least not that we bet. Not anymore. to not to my knowledge. What do you mean? Of course we fucking bet here in New York. What's the? <laughs> the oh my God! Wow, they have um minus two seventy. My bookie has minus 270 for Cynthia Calvillo, plus 210 for Caitlyn. So with those odds, I'm going to go Caitlyn by unanimous decision, unanimous decision, but I almost think Cynthia is going to win that fight by decision. I think Cynthia might get on top and maintain position for a decision, but I'm rooting for Caitlyn. It's one of those like, I think that they, they... I don't want to watch, but I'm excited for it. I think you they I think they stalemate on the ground. But Cynthia winds up on top. I hope Caitlin winds up on top. But I think that's what... I think it's actually a boring fight. And winds up being just like a slow decision for somebody. I don't think it's going to be a slow fight. I think it's going to be a slow fight. Both those girls... Put out high uh, volume. Very high volume. I think style, style, weird style matchup. It is. And one's going to dominate the other. I just. Caitlin's really good where Cynthia's good. So I think they're going to wind up in that clinch where Cynthia Cynthia might get one one takedown that wins her the round. The
1: matchmakers did a nice job here.
0: Yeah. I feel like it could be decided on the grappling. Yeah, Whenever but, I go, I am not really sure. I'm like, that's a good match make. And even there, obviously, all day, we're rooting for Caitlyn. I don't give a fuck how many times Cynthia's been on the show <laughs> rooting for Caitlyn. And then Tim Means versus Mike Perry. This fight's interesting because it was supposed to be Mike Perry versus Robbie Lawler. Yes. Which would have been fucking fireworks, what happened to Robbie Law exactly? Injury, I guess. I didn't get the specifics, but... And even earlier, like we were talking about, I didn't get the specifics. I don't know why Islam pulled out. There's never been anything that I've seen released on why Makachev pulled out versus RDA. But Mike Perry, Tim Means... I don't think Tim Means is capable of outgrappling Mike Perry. Donald Cerrone choked out... Is Tim Mike Means – I don't think Tim Means is that – And now – no, no, no. If they get into a jiu-jitsu scramble, Tim Means could submit him. I don't think Tim Means can out-wrestle Mike Perry to get Mike Perry to the ground. Mike Perry stands very tall. He comes forward very hard. Tim Means isn't really a wrestler. He's a grappler. I understand. He's okay, a grappler. I, I think Mike Perry can defend those takedowns. Like I saw – when I saw you – Messaged me and said, I got Tim Means. I was like, really? Because I I got Mike Perry in that fight. I think that... I was going off of odds. I think that fight winds up being like a... I also think Tim Means has
1: more, way better endurance than Mike Perry.
0: Mike Perry's got solid endurance. I think that fight winds up being Tim Means shooting from far out. Mike Perry sprawling. Does he even shoot, really? Tim Means is more – I've seen him more like a stand-up guy. No, he's a striker, 100%. But I think that's a – I think he might be crisper. Mike Perry's got more power. But I think Mike Perry's crisp enough to – he's going to catch Tim Means. So final vote. What are you going? I'm going to stick with Tim Means. I got Mike Perry. Because Tim Means – So now right here – all right. what do you got to say, Tim Means? Tim Means is good. He's just that, like, white, like... I think Tim Means is, like, the gatekeeper for the top 10.
1: Yeah. I don't think Mike Perry's in the top 10.
0: I think Mike Perry's number 10. Really? Not maintaining. I think he could hit number 10 off, like, a stylistic matchup. He's going to win this fight. He's probably going to lose his next one. Like, this is the battle of two top 10, top 15 gatekeepers. Neither one of them is ranked. Are either
1: one of them ranked right now?
0: Neither one of them is ranked. This is the battle of number 16 right here. I think Mike Perry. But Valentina Shevchenko versus Jennifer Maya. Obviously, Valentina. Yeah. But if Jennifer Maya wins... Shit's interesting. If Jennifer Maya wins and Caitlin wins, Caitlin gets the next title shot unless they run it back immediately. But if Jennifer Maya wins, open shit up. Same In thing. my head, it was just like, we don't have anybody else to give this girl. That's exactly what happened. She won Well, fight that we didn't think she was going to win. Let's give her. Both of these fights are that. We have nobody else. This is who you're fighting. <laughs> This for, for pay-per-view, this is a week pay-per-view. If you're a fight fan, it's a great fight card. If, your name, if you're like a name whore or a name brand whore, whatever the yeah. term would be, this isn't your card. Right. But obviously, Valentina- Oh, it's a pay-per-view, but- oh, that- Davao, De- this is UFC 255. It should be UFC on ESPN, whatever the fuck, but- So, I got to take a piss. We'll get out of here. Davis and Figueroa, Alex Perez, who you got?
1: Per Figueroa.
0: Yeah, Figueroa all day. But you got to leave the I people. think. Do you have to leave the people? Three with? rounds. First round. First round. First round. First round. I got to pee really bad though. So episode 98, Menace and the Man. <laughs> well, Stan's got to pee. <laughs> See you later. Bye. All
1: right. Good stuff, Stan.
0: All right. I'll see you soon.